Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideout live on the last day of May. May 31st of the year 2006. I am I am Hefe. That is Dubs. It is your hideout. Come on in if you like. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Dubs, here's the dangerous thing about getting an extended vacation. What's that? We come back rejuvenated. Listen to this. Pages. Pages worth of material to share with you on this Wednesday night. Too um, much stuff. I am here. Hefe, uh, Dubs, Chunks, Corolla, our executive producer, Tommy Bateman, the director on top of the talk and roll controls. Matt Albert, third mic writer, current phone screener, 6'5", 500-pound, 21-year-old black virgin. we got our boy uh, intern C-Lane, the unpaid producer is here, and also here shadowing Chunks. The biggest shadow on earth, uh, Big Hands. Lester Big Hands. Is uh, here doing a little learning in the hideout. So, Dubs, we have a very packed house on this Wednesday. Oh, boy, where do I want to start? I could talk about me go, having to go to the ER this afternoon. Dr. Uh, Green wasn't there, was he? No. He's he, dead. Turns out he died. Uh, Romano either. <laughs> by the way, a big uh, FU on the, on the Romano getting crushed by the helicopter. I saw that one over the weekend. <laughs> On the uh, delayed TNT ERs that I'm watching. It was terrible, wasn't it? Uh, I could also talk... I, cu- I couldn't let you be shocked by that. Thanks. I could also talk about the heartbreak of my Mavericks getting run off the court last night by the Suns. That series all tied at 2-2. That beginning clip that we started with was from Lost, uh, Last Comic Standing, mm-hmm. which I TV'd last night, watched it this afternoon. See, I never got into the uh, previous seasons of it. This one's good. Yeah? There's a very hot chick in it from Chicago... You've got, uh, oh, I pulled clips. One comedian with cerebral palsy. Ooh. Another one with maybe the greatest lisp that I've ever heard. It makes you and By Curious BJ look like James Earl Jones. I mean, it is... I don't understand what you're talking about. I'm sorry. I forgot you're sensitive. But, I mean, there's a lot going on tonight, Dubs. Uh, a lot of just material. We have so much audio to get to. Oh, a game debuted tonight in uh, in Central Florida. We used to play it all the time in D.C. It's called Insert This. What, let me give you the brief, brief background on what this yes. game is. Um, I remembered uh, while I was in D.C., whenever you watch the commercials for feminine hygiene products, mm-hmm. they're just remarkably funny. Well, yeah, I, mean, uh, and I, I don't know if it's the inner seventh grader. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm still at the lunchroom, but you watch these commercials for feminine hygiene products, and you just giggle out loud. Well, well the best part about these uh, products, like uh, the uh, the pads and the tampons, is that they can 
fix anything except for what they're made to fix. They never show them being uh, used in the right way on the commercials. They're either used to uh, fix a party or to uh, fix a boat that's leaking in the middle of the uh, the uh, uh, lake. All right, here's what I'm going to do. All right, so here's what it is. I pulled the commercials, mm-hmm. and I've beeped them out. All right, the name of the product, I've beeped out. You have to guess what the product is. All right. I almost want to start the night off with one uh, and see if we can give away. Don't worry about it. I, I want to. Maybe we'll do it here after the commercial break. Okay. Because, again, I know you have audio you want to get to. It's a really fun game. And let's see. Oh, we found a pedophile radio station that we are going to start a radio war against this evening. And we'll occasionally do check-ins to see how they're, what kind of uh, Shock jock. job they're doing. Oh, I'm sure it's other jobs. <laughs> and finally, the big announcement here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. We've been giving them a lot of hell, mm-hmm. but thank you to the third floor who has come through, and I will give her her due uh, praise, and I will eat a little crow. Thank you to Patty Siebert, uh, saleswoman extraordinaire, for coming through, the hideout will be broadcasting live Tuesday, 666, for our um, Devil's Night party. Kind of, of a Halloween in June party that we're going to be throwing over at Mako's. Mako's and Church Street. You heard the fantastic promo that Lester Big Hands put together. So already better than Chunks' work. Mm-hmm. So, um, so there it is. We will be talking a lot more about what we have planned for that. But do go ahead and mark it. For your calendar, Mako's 666, the Hideout live broadcast. We're broadcasting, I believe, for three hours from 7 to 10. So even if you need to get to work you know, the next day, you come out and you party hard from 7 to 10, you'll be all right. Yeah, you'll, be you'll, work, you'll have recovery time. Uh, by 9 or 10 o'clock. All right, Dubs, you wanted to start the show with audio? Uh, yeah, actually, this was sent to me by Tommy Bateman last night. There is, uh, I believe it was on Discovery Health. Um, they have a, a special on a 210-pound... 13-year-old girl. This dumb fat bitch. What? Yeah. And uh, they they make up a whole disease for her on why she's so fat. I don't buy it at all um, because the disease, I guess, doesn't allow her to know when she's full. I got that. I think a lot of Americans have that. I've never seen one person over in, uh, I don't know, like uh, some kind of third world country with this problem. All right, hold on a second. I do have other breaking news. Okay. I know you set this up and you did a great job. Uh, the Don just sent me this on IM. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this is a MySpace announcement going on tonight. Announcement. Tonight on Rural Radio 104.1 in the hideout, I'm finally going to come out of the closet on the air, find out who my secret crush is at 8 p.m., kisses, C-Line. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Damn. C-Line, you're throwing out MySpace messages? I you guess he, us out on I it? Guess he's he's uh, doing some podcasting editing in the background. All right, we'll have to chat with him in a second. Well, what time did he say he was making? 8 o'clock. All right, well, yeah, that's plenty of time. time. All right, well, anyway, sorry to so interrupt I'm you. brushing his hair and everything. <laughs> wow. So here is the 210-pound, 13-year-old girl. Okay. That's why you need a calculator, because I don't know. Fiona Roberts attends middle school in Maryland. She's 13 years old and weighs 200. What's going on in Maryland, for one thing, where this is the, the home of Matt Albert and the 210-pound 13-year-old girl? 10 pounds. 
Like most people with Prader-Willi syndrome, Leona will try anything to get food. At school, a support teacher has to watch her every moment of the day. So she needs a, a, a keeper. A handler. Like it's, like it's a zoo. And even it gets more zoo-like when she has to read her note to the front of the class. Each year, she has to explain her condition to her classmates. I have Prader-Willi syndrome. My brain never tells me that I am full, so I always want to eat. Don't give me food or sell it to me and try to keep yours away from me. Hold on a second, hold on a second. So, literally, this poor fat girl has to get up at the front of the class. I was an idiot. Every school year. (laughs) And has to read a note that says, please don't feed me. Just, just like she's in a cage at the zoo. So I always want to eat. Don't give me food or sell it to me and try to keep yours away from me. It's depressing to be so different than the normal teenage girl. Leona's life is far from normal. At home, her mom and stepdad have had to take extreme measures to stop her eating. You see the locks on your floor? A piece of tape telling your parents that? There's a magnet. But this is so strong, you can't get into it. What she's doing right now is she's going through the, uh, the, the kitchen and just showing the lock on every little cupboard. And uh, the refrigerator. There's a padlock on the refrigerator and freezer, and the special locks on the cupboards. So this is a real disease. I don't think so. I just think she doesn't want to stop eating. Personally, I don't think it's a disease. How tall is she? Um, she's probably around like what five two. Okay. Now here's what's funny. I was in the ER this afternoon, and I'll tell mm-hmm. that story a little bit later on. But I could hear into the curtain next to me. And I guess this is this older lady who worked in the geriatrics ward that got bitten by one of her the, the patients mm-hmm. that she was treating. I'd knock her false teeth out. So they ask her, "How tall are you? Five four? How much do you weigh? Uh, about one ninety eight. I was like, "Wow, that's pretty stout." And when women say that, they are definitely more they they show shaving. they show it way worse. Well, then she's probably shaving some of the uh, weight off. Oh too. yeah, yeah, she's at least uh, two twenty five. Magnet, pulls it. Isn't that great? Hot locks or something. And this is where we keep the food. Then we'll lock that up. Like a dog. All right, She'll... so re-explain because it's kind of hard to yeah. hear. Uh, the, the mother's telling what uh, they have to go through every dinner night, basically, and uh, they don't have her eat dinner with them anymore <laughs> because she will wolf down her food as quick as possible and sit there staring at you while you're eating, asking, how is it, and uh, can I have some? Well, feed her then. Just make sure it's not chocolate, because she could die. Yeah, dark chocolate can kill her. It, it is like a dog, though. Like, whenever I have uh, my dog around me, 
it always wants to eat more and more and just stares at you until it gives you something. Do you have to take heartworm medication? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Cat in the three fifty two. You're in the hideout. What's up, cat? Hey, and I'm uh, just wanted to let you know that is a real disease. Um, they actually had a CSI on that once. Oh, you know what? I did see that CSI. Uh, it's not a disease. I, no, it's I, overeating. I very rarely watch CSI, but I did see that episode where the guy, I believe he was, I guess, in Vegas, CSI, and he... Yeah, he was chained up because he would just eat everything in sight, and he actually won, like, a hot dog eating contest. And that ended... I think they called it a uh, fatty fats disease or something. <laughs> right. Thank you, Kat. Tub-ass disease. It does. Did you, how much did the family weigh, like the rest of the family? Uh, the mother was a little bit chunky. The the uh, father-in-law or stepfather or whatever was uh, thin, but he wasn't a uh, natural father. So, so it wasn't like passed down. I don't know because we didn't get to see the real father. The real father might be dead because of uh, heart disease. <laughs> you I don't know. Him. I, I needed to learn the name of this disease and just say that's what I got and stop picking. Well, then you, you have to read a note every uh, time the show starts. Please do not feed me. I love the note part of it. As far as like if you have something different, like we were talking about having a different kind of meal, um, because then she becomes kind of, well, what do you have? Well, I like that. Can I try yours? You know, just to to get something extra. So they don't even have her in the kitchen anymore while they're eating. Look, here's how you solve this. If she's constantly eating, then Put you... Out, out back in a little house. Just this, give her a nice chew toy. Then you as a family Pigs here. have to decide that you're going to change your eating habits. It's, you know, unfortunately, it sucks for you. It's a lot of vegetables. It's a lot of fruit. Rawhide. You know, it's a lot of... But you're staying away from, like, fast food and fatty things. If this girl wants to eat all the time, fine. But she's got to eat carrots and things like that. And keep her, like, amused with a ball. You know, and just have her run... She's not a dog. The poor girl has a disease. I don't think it is. Family meals have become increasingly stressful. For the last few months, Leona dines alone. Despite all their efforts, Leona has become dangerously obese. And that's the end of it. <laughs> Alright, let's go to Ben in the four oh seven. What's up, Ben? Hey, what's going on guys? Go ahead, brother. No, no, I'm just wanted to say that this uh, quote-unquote disease is about as realistic as fibromyalgia, if you're familiar with that. Uh, yeah. I've heard but, the name. What is that? What is that? Uh, basically, it's a quote-unquote symptom where you're always drowsy and or sleepy, and therefore you can't attend work. Oh. My stepmother has it, and I can't freaking stand her. And no. She's always talking about how she has been able to conquer this quote-unquote symptom and go to work. And what is it? Have a Red Bull, is woman. It, it's some fatigue disease. It's like, yeah. but, uh, God. Chronic fatigue. There it is, chronic yeah. fatigue syndrome. Here's You're always tired because you don't sleep well. And you don't eat well. Yeah. And you probably have sleep apnea. This doesn't happen anywhere but prominently white countries. Well, here's the thing. Not just prominently white countries, but countries that are well off. Yeah. You don't see this going on in the third world. You look for any kind of problem you can have 
when you are in this country. That's why they have the commercials for every little pill, something to stop your leg from shaking. Guess what? The kids in the Sudan are also hungry all the time, too. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not because they uh, have some kind of syndrome. It's because they're actually hungry. Right. They're not getting in front of their class to read a letter. <laughs> I mean, Mainly because they, it was blown if up. They, but. If, if they did, they, the whole class would tell them to shut the hell up. We're hungry, too. Yeah, stop your bitching. <laughs> no kidding. Amy in the 407. worthy. What's up, Amy? Hi. I just wanted to tell you guys that I understand you're going to pick topics and kind of have fun with them, but Prader-Willi syndrome isn't just like a syndrome that <laughs> up with. It's a genetic disorder that people are born with. And when they're born with Crater Willies and look like a Down syndrome child and developmentally disabled, it's a real serious disease. Right, but, but this isn't what the girl has, though, is it? This is something yeah. else. No, That's what the girl has. The things that you were playing, the tapes that you were playing, said Prater Willie syndrome. Oh, yeah. okay. Now and that's a big deal. We have really good friends who have a little three-year-old, and the thing with Prater Willie is when they're first born, this is that irony of it. They have to be fed through a feeding tube. <laughs> For the first couple years, because they don't know how to eat, and then it switches over. It's a chromosomal um, abnormality. Just like well, I mean, they, they don't have very many options here. That are a trough. Now, let me ask you though. Like, in all, calm down, behave, boys. Now, let me ask you this, and honestly, Amy, because you have friends who uh, are going to have to deal with this. Right. Are they going to try to do everything in their power because this kid has the affliction? To if it's gonna need to eat all the time, make sure it's only the healthiest things and try to limit like fatty foods and stuff. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they they're involved in a major 20-year um, study in St. Louis through the hospital in St. Louis, and they've been told that they will probably have to enter the um, the time when they will have to put locks on the refrigerators and oh, the cabinets, so, and so. they will have to work with her and constantly keep her in, um, you know, in the therapy or whatever right. for how to eat correctly. And they've also told her, told them that she will probably graduate from high school because of mainstreaming, but she most likely will never be married. She won't be able to live on her own. I mean, it's a I'm, serious thing. Quick question with it. She was, uh, she knew right when she was born that uh, that it was going to be a baby with this disease, right? Yes, they did not know before so, she was born. They knew like within the first couple days afterwards. And did, did now that, that she's getting older, you know, you can. All right, hold on, name. Uh, did, they, did, did they take careful uh, like precautions naming her? Because you know, when you have a Thank kid you, that's Amy. going to be fat, you can't name it Gertrude or some kind right. of uh, you know name that is normally with a fat person anyway. All right, right we got to take a break. Quick break. Come Bessie. back. More of this. <laughs> you boys don't have a heart, do you? Just not. Well, there she came out. She had black spots on her back. Stop. Come on, behave. I held out from the uh, slippers joke. I was gonna say it's obviously a real disease, and you guys have no heart. It's a hideout. Row Radio 104.1. All right, here we go. Rolling strong on a uh, Wednesday. Hour one of the hideout on Row Radio 104.1. Dubs found some audio of a poor little girl who has a disease in which she cannot stop eating. Her brain never tells her that she's full. And I, I guess people are saying it's a real disease. I'll agree, because I saw it on CSI. And everything on the TV on CBS Thursdays is true. I'm not buying it. Sinatra in the 407. What's up, Sinatra? Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, buddy. Let me just ask, man, how close is this kid's parents, two things, how close is this kid's parents to just putting up a safe, like in Mission Impossible, you know, where you need the eye-retinal exam and the voice identification and all that. I know. I mean, it really is to the point almost, Sinatra, where she's got to, they got to put padlocks, they got to, like, a retinal um, 
you know, sort of uh, devices, security devices. Yeah, make sure there's no uh, gurgling in the voice. Ironically, it would still be called the Mark of the Beast. Mm-hmm. It's just sad, really. <laughs> John in the 352, you're in the hide. A little Bible humor for you. Hey, go, go ahead, Josh. Actually, I saw that in your okay, big-ass underwear. Now, um, wouldn't researchers know if this were really a disease? Wouldn't they know if, uh, if you know, what chemical it was that the brain the brain created what? that <laughs> would cause this girl to not be hungry? And if so, then shouldn't they be able to give that to her and Matt Albert? <laughs> Now that is a Weird fantastic so. point. By but, the way, uh, Matt, that you put it down as a B call. That's an A call. Good job, Josh. Screw him. But the thing is, I mean, even I don't think they do know what causes it or what part of the brain it comes from. Because if they did, they would they would use that kind of thing for a diet pill to shut off that part of the brain. Well, but that's sometimes what they do. Well, no, those pills, those pills, more I guess make it maybe they fool you. Right. They don't really. Uh, tell you that you aren't hungry. They just fool you, fool you into thinking you're full. But if you never think you're full, that wouldn't work for you. Now, that's a fantastic point. If you really stop and examine it, why don't we have that pill yet that tells us that we're full? Yeah. Because they've realized that what endorphins make you happy, and they've been able to isolate that, and you know that's what ecstasy ends up releasing. I can't believe there's not something in our brain, some sort of chemical that says, hey, enough food already. And that doctors haven't isolated it. There's definitely a signal in your brain that tells you that, and I guess they've never really tried hard enough to find it. All right, K-Mike says, I've dealt with this overeating problem before. You have to take away her feeder and only give her wet food twice a day. (laughs) And here's a dark stained sword. Again, on Real Radio Hideout, the AOL Insta Messenger. I would make uh, some money and put her in a cage and sell tickets for people to watch her eat. Wow, you guys have a heart. Oh, boy. Guarantee it's like Heathcliff just puts a whole fish in her mouth and pulls out the bones. All right, K-Mike's on fire. He goes, Matt's brain never tells him that he's too fat or that he's not funny. He should go on one of these magazine shows, too. (laughs) That's harsh. (laughs) Matt is screaming in the back. (laughs) Who was that? Yeah, that's a good point. Can't she, like, get in these contests? What's that, Kobayashi? The guy that eats all the hot dogs? Well, that was what the CSI episode was about. Well, maybe she could do it like real life, though. Bring the title back to the Americas. I don't know how... Yeah, right, because that's what we need. Um, I don't know how she already isn't just exploding. Like, literally exploding. The innards. Dave in the 631. What's up, Dave? Hey, how you doing, Hideout? Listen, that's what I would do. I'll be the devil's advocate, and I would feed this girl ding-dongs, ho-hos, ring-dings, apple pies, strawberry shortcakes, and just watch until she explodes oh, you, like in that in that Monty Python movie. You would be the worst friend on Earth, Dave. It's like the movie Seven. Yeah, you, just stuffing it full of pasta. By the way, speaking of Seven, Seven Deadly Sins, Hideout Broadcasting Live, Mako's. On 666. Let's see if we can book this fatty for it. Oh, man. You know what? I wonder if Tiffany's going to be there. And I would assume she would be. Get some uh, swings. Ooh. Swing. So they call, call swing dances, yeah, right? Swing yeah. dance. Nice. Dan in the 352, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dan? Hey, uh, J-Dub. Yo. It's nice to see uh, Himakela made her TV debut. <laughs> All right. My, my niece, uh, Mount Himakela. Very good call, Dan. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, my uh, my niece is dangerously running around this uh, area of uh, weight. Maybe she's got this disease. Well, she is seven, 
and a buck thirty-five, maybe Speaking a buck seven, fifty now. Seven deadly sins. Hideout live broadcast on six 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 at Mako's Church Street. Actually, they can't feed her after seven o'clock at night. Speaking of seven, seven deadly sins. I can't do it every time. Let's space it out a little bit. And they gave her seven small meals. Speaking of seven. Um. All right, 407. Oh, that'll be dangerous. <laughs> 407 Now, I, I queued up her telling the class one more time. All right, Just so, her uh, little letter that she has to read? She has to read this to her class, telling uh, the class not to feed her. I have Prader-Willi syndrome. My brain never tells me that I am full, so I always want to eat. Don't give me food or sell it to me and try to keep yours away from me. It's <laughs> Don't give me food or sell it to me and keep yours away from me. Pressing to be so different than the normal teenage girl. The owners. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel really bad. Here's the problem is that she's literally a vampire in a blood bank. Like every day of her life. And imagine how awful that is. I can't imagine being the 210-pound girl. All right, real fast. Did you see that they have come out with a cordless jump rope? I did see that. I did I, see that, uh, that that is on the patent. It uh, got pant- uh, patented. That's a guy, Ohio guy. Mm-hmm. And really, it's not a bad idea. It's a it's, stupid idea. Well, the thing about it is that it's weighted. So you, you kind of know where you would have to jump anyway. And here's why I think it's actually not too bad. Some people like to jump rope. A, they may be too clumsy. But B, you can't really jump rope indoors. Mm-hmm. But it's a fantastic cardio exercise, depending on how big. It depends on you know your room and how big it is and how much space you got. But you could literally, in your bathroom, jump rope with this cordless jump rope. And this guy also said he wants to market it towards places like uh, prisons where they won't allow the rope and, you know, because you may use it to hang yourself. And they can still get that kind of exercise without the rope. Exactly. But I was just thinking about this and this poor kid, this poor little girl. Well, I was this person in school, too, where I was a little chunky, and I couldn't do the jump rope. And you know there are just certain things that, you know, you can't do if you're the fat kid in gym class. Example, if you're the fat kid, you can't do cartwheels. No cartwheels. Have you ever seen the fat kid try to do cartwheels? It's just like kind of like uh, they put their hands on the floor and kind of hop their legs around. And it's it's the furthest thing from a cartwheel possible. But the, for some reason, the gym teacher accepts it. Napier's going to use the uh, cordless jump rope and then take a waterless shower afterwards. <laughs> if they can come up with that, I'll be, I'll be stoked. It's called cologne. Oh, oops. <laughs> Did that already this afternoon. You know what else? Speaking of rope, fat kid couldn't do in gym class? Climb the rope. Oh, yeah, the fat kid. <laughs> but the damn gym teacher, no matter what, always made him try just for the amusement of him and the rest of the uh, the popular kids in class. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hour one of the hideout, it's Real Radio 104.1 on a Wednesday. Glad uh, to have Val Venus over there doing the weather. Here at the end of the month. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Matt in the 407. What's up, Matt? You guys, the cordless jump rope has got to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. It's like dehydrated air. <laughs> or water. Or whatever. You know what I mean? No, you're right. It's there's, I... there's already a word for cordless jump rope. It's called jumping. If you're not jumping <laughs> rope, then you're not 
All right, that's a very good point. I didn't think yeah, of it. It's true. However, it's going to sell fantastically, Matt. Just like the Pet Rock sold, man. You don't think a cordless jump rope's not going to sell? There is some practical use to the cordless jump rope. He's right, though. It is just jumping. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get the you arm could, motion in, too. You could, but you could sit there and turn your wrist. That looks it, stupid. <laughs> right. Put two you, remote controls in your hand. Yeah, you need a couple of rods. <laughs> oh. What? Nice phallic <laughs> things in your hand to jump. Skip. Uh, I, real, just, I was thinking about it during mm-hmm. the commercial break. All right, being a fat kid, what I couldn't really do in the gym class, um, I don't know. That was good at, like, flag football, volleyball. See, the flag football, you they didn't really get good at until, like, high school. In middle school, no one wanted to be on their team because it was an air it out game. Yeah, you know, I was always, like, tied in, though. Mm-hmm. And I was always pretty reliable, so I never had a problem. I was, I would always find the open spot in the zone. Now, we had a fat kid that we always wanted our team for floor hockey. You just sit that fat ass in the goal. No one ever scores on you. You always want the fat kid to be running during the mile, too, just because he can slow everything down. Oh, yeah, that gave you the little uh, break right there. And you could always, like, hang back with him to keep him company mm-hmm. and literally walk. What you're doing, what you told the uh, gym teacher doing, I'm just getting him going. I'm just, I'm trying to, uh, you know, cheer him on. Motivation. Hey, real fast, one more thing on being fat. Do you see this? That nearly... Half of Americans would give up a year of their life to avoid being fat. Also found 15 and 30% would rather leave their marriage, give up the possibility of having children, be depressed, or become an alcoholic rather than being obese. Well, all those things are fun. Yeah, at least there is an upside to those things. No kids. Oh, no. 5% said they would rather lose a limb than be fat. <laughs> That's going too far. 4% said they would actually rather be blind than be fat. Wow. I mean, we must be talking real fat if it comes to that. We must be talking uh, the syndrome girl fat. I think you're talking like me or Matt Albert fat. Really? Maybe more Matt Albert fat. How does it feel to know, Matt Albert, that people look at you like that? They would rather... 4% would rather be blind than have your body. They can't see me, then. (laughs) He practically is blind. Or lose a limb. Lucky for you, you have all these. No chance of having children. No chance of entering a marriage. He almost lost a limb in the office. I said, hey, Matt, did you see my new top eight? And then he goes... (laughs) And his hip like makes this popping, ripping noise. And everyone's like, what the hell is that? He's like, oh my god, my hip, my hip. He was just you're 21 there. years old, and you're Bo screaming, Jackson. my hip. Like Bo Jackson. He just turned around in his chair, just like an inch. And... Bo knows everything. Uh, Matt knows food. You know calories and carbs. That's what you know. All right, I just got this. Uh, it's from Bateman. What? <laughs> Intern Napier has waterless showers. And Link has a toothbrush with no brush. Ouch. That wasn't me. That was Matt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It should be rocks. <laughs> um, all right, so Dubs, is that all the fat stuff there? Rock candy. Hey, let, all right. Oh, here's another thing I wanted to pass along with you guys. A big congratulations, or not. Mm-hmm. But it turns out Orlando, among the 46 cities to receive uh, Homeland Security grants, Orlando and Fort Lauderdale didn't make the cut last year, 
But we are now considered a high-risk terror target. Oh, God. By the Homeland Security Department. Well, I am glad we're on that list to get the uh, funding. But it's not nice to know that we are uh, on there to get, uh, you know. Now, look look at this list, though. It's every major city. In California, you got Anaheim, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Oakland, Colorado's Denver, obviously D.C. and its surrounding areas, Atlanta, Honolulu, Chicago, Indiana- Indianapolis. What's in Indianapolis? I think they're worried because uh, because the Colts throw the bombs, and they have, they think that may be a terrorist threat. New Orleans. And then they have to air it out a little bit more without Edron this year. What the hell could possibly be uh, in New Orleans? I guess maybe the port, Boston, Baltimore. God forbid they get Baltimore and wipe syphilis off the uh, face of the no, earth. No, they'll spread it. It'll be like uh, it'll be airborne after that. Detroit. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do there. Kid Rock, Kid Rock in the news. Oh, I'd, ho- I'd just dream for that. That's your town, Dubs. You got Minneapolis. Kansas City, St. Louis, Charlotte, Jer- New, uh, Jersey City, Newark, obviously New York City. Look at this. In Ohio, they got three. Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus. You put them all together, you don't even have a major city. You have a major abortion. Portland, Philadelphia, yep. Pittsburgh. In Ohio, you have what? Uh, Family Ties, WKRP, and... Drew uh, Carey Show. Yeah. Springer. Take that, dubs. No, Springer's in Chicago. He used to be a mayor. You're right. He was mayor of Cincinnati, but Mm -hmm. they filmed it in Chicago. Paid for a hooker with a check. (laughs) Memphis, Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington, Houston, San Antonio, Seattle, Milwaukee. Here in Florida, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, and now our good fine city of Orlando. I can't believe we were left off last year, though. I I would think, like... Legitimately, Orlando probably should have been right up there to begin with. Well, as a main tourist hub, you'd think that that would mean that uh, you know you want to give it a little more consideration when it comes to terrorism. I've always thought too that if terrorists truly wanted to, they would attack places where you supposedly you know where you feel safe. That you would think that that would uh, create the biggest scare if it's somewhere where no one expected and no one you, you, know, you want to get middle America scared. Yeah, but I mean, you attack. I mean, a place like D.C. or New York, you assume that would be the main, the first places you go. But you would think if they went, you know, and tried to get Grass Lake, Iowa. In you know, places. Just... Now, amazingly, though, those people are the scaredest. Oh yeah, it's the it's the rural folks who have gathered up all their guns. Who have the bunkers and the access codes and the food to last them uh, until 2016. Or one sitting with the fat girl. But there's no chance. Literally, the chance has to be nothing of a terrorist ever getting out there. But I'm surprised that Orlando was left off the list in previous years. And now we uh, we make the list up. Another thing real fast that happened locally. A guy, 18 years old in a bar, I guess Donley's Pub. On Alfea Trail mm-hmm. here, I guess it's near uh, U, uh, UCF. Gets shot for knocking over some dude's beer. <laughs> Party foul. Sometimes you can get shot for those. I know in high school when you were uh, like uh, 18 or whatever, and you were drinking beer and you didn't have access to all the beer you could get. Knocking over someone's beer was at least a punch to the face. A punch, I understand. But well, here's the thing: someone knocks over your beer, you say, "Hey, 
I really apologize. Let me get you another one. Or if it happens to you, you say, hey, bro, you knocked this over. You know, toss me three bucks so I can get a new one. After you shoot him. It all depends on if it's domestic or imported. How many times do you think Chunks would have been shot by now? <laughs> Those big, jolly arms of his. I never <laughs> spill beer. But, yeah, because you're always busy getting a fruity drink like a uh, Bacardi and Diet. <laughs> or back in the old days when he would just drink other people's beers that have been sitting out on the bar. Oh, yeah. At the bung. But Good I guess job. this guy accidentally spilled a beer uh, on the shooter inside the pub. And the guy goes outside and waits for him. And then shoots him when he comes out. And, and, the, and the, uh, the the sheriff actually says it's inconceivable we've reached the point in society where spilled beer can lead to a dude's death, which is true. If you're drunk and pissed enough, you know anything like that can you know, get you killed. Diane in the uh, 386. What's up, Diane? Hey, how you doing? Um, you guys are a little bit off topic right now, but that's okay. Um, you just read off that list of the Florida cities that are receiving the funding yeah. from the uh, government. Jacksonville, okay. Orlando, Miami, and Fort Lauderdale. Why is Tallahassee not on there? Is that state or Tampa? Capital? You know that's a very or, or good. Tampa. You know that's a good I mean, point. Okay, okay. So, so our our hub of government for the state can just get blown up, but God save the mouth. Well, I, look, here's the thing about that, and I honestly believe that Orlando is a, uh, is a legitimate like target. I under, I bet if they were to strike here, it would drive a lot of people. Um, it's a lot of fear into their hearts. A you know? lot of vacationing fear. Exactly. Right? They, they aren't even uh, uh, safe during their vacations. Because people come here. Oh, I, agree. I agree. You know what I mean? Now, as far as Tallahassee goes, I don't know. Are they even doing much up there anyway? Tampa. Not really. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, <laughs> Diane. But Tampa's a good one, Dubs. Mm-hmm. That, isn't that a major port? I mean, it's a pretty major port, and I would assume that Tampa would need to be protect, protected, too. It's uh, one of the bigger cities, so. Over Fort Lauderdale. I'm not going to lie. I'll plead ignorance here. I don't know what's really going down in Fort Lauderdale other than, you know. Or Tallahassee. A good time. Yeah, please, Tallahassee. When I grew up, I thought Fort Lauderdale, like, they always made those, like, bikini sex movies about Lauderdale. Like, Lauderdale, where the hot babes are at the beach on spring break. Joe Bob Riggs. Yeah, yeah. all those movies were, like, Lauderdale. Yeah. Now I hear Lauderdale, and it's like, hmm, great. Right, let's come back and play. Friends nerds, too. Insert this. I, I want to play our new game. I love it. Insert this. It's insert this. Actually, Dubs, on the CD that you have oh, right, okay. uh, right now, I want you to play... Hold on, let me find it on my little sheet here. I want you to play track 10. Track... Actually, no. 16's funnier. All right, play track 16, if you could, please. And if you can guess what feminine hygiene product this is, like the actual brand name... You will be a winner of... Insert this! Advanced protection. Designed for heavy periods and sudden bladder leaks. The kind that can sneak up at the worst moments. So you're protected from whatever life throws at you. Advanced protection has an oops-proof core that's two times more absorbent than an ordinary pad. Blocking away moisture and stopping odors before they start. Real life needs real protection. For discreet protection any day of the month... Advanced protection. Life-proof protection. Insert this. Name that product. This bit smells like copper. And you can be a winner. 407-916-1041, 888 
We'll dig into the penny jar and <laughs> hand you a prize. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, time to play the game. Insert this. 407-916-1041, That's where I've taken a commercial for a feminine hygiene product. I beep out the name of it. And you have to guess the name. First person to correctly guess it wins a prize. Now, did you notice in that it's not only for menstruation, but I guess a bladder leak? And yeah, I, had, I mean, it has, it's a multiple purpose. I had no idea these things went on. So let's play the game here in the hideout on Royal Radio 104.1. Insert this! Ladies first, Allison in the 386. What's your guess, Allison? Always. It is not always. My sincerest Aww. apologies, sweetie. Good guess, though. She meant hers is always there. <laughs> mm. It's nonstop. Tom in the 407. What's up, Tom? She's like a Virgin Mary statue. God. Hey, can I change my guess? Sure, go ahead. Hi. Um, how about Tampax? I'm sorry, that is not correct. It is not Tampax. Damn. Did he have the right answer there? No, he didn't. I'll just torture him and say, sure, yeah, he would have okay. been. He would have been a winner. I'll give you a thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. Uh, let's go to Ryan in the 407. You got a guess for our game? Insert this! Yeah, great. Uh, I'm seeing red, by the way. Cotex? Um, <laughs> Sorry, that is incorrect. It is not Cotex. Hey, that opens up the line here on the board. Hop in, 407-916-1041. There can't be that many products to choose from. Here's what's great, though. We're running through them. It's a, I'll say it's a fairly well-known one. I think I know it. Brandon in the 407. What do you got, Brandon? Sam's choice. Go ahead, Brandon. Oh, I was going to say Vagisil. All right, Dubs, let's play it one more time. Advanced protection. Designed for heavy periods and sudden bladder leaks. The kind that can sneak up at the worst moments. So you're protected from whatever life throws at you. Advanced Protection has an oops-proof core that's two times more absorbent <laughs> than an ordinary pad, blocking away moisture and stopping odors before they start. Real life needs real protection. For discreet protection any day of the month, Advanced Protection. Life-proof protection. Insert this! I love this game. I forgot how much I loved this game. I love oops-proof. Like That's like a technical term. Oh, you had an oops. I see your problem. Let's go with uh, Jenna in the 407. What's up, Jenna? Hey, is it Poise? It is not Poise. I'll tell you this about Poise, though. When we very first debuted this game in D.C., I had no idea what Poise was until someone brought it up on the air like you, Jenna. And I went and I did a little research, and I was shocked. But uh, thank you, Jenna. I appreciate it. Wow, people are getting this one. And it's one of those that's along the same lines as this product. Where it's dual protection. Mainly, I think, for older women. We're not quite on the cusp of hmm. um, losing their, uh, <laughs> their, their functions. Woman. Yeah. I love this game. I got, I got I like, think I know the answer. I got sure. three more of these. You want to type it to me? I already did. Oh, maybe I should check my instant messages then. That would be nice. Hmm. You are correct. Yes. Wow. Tommy's a winner over there. You know I you're said it was, femme. I said it was a tranny. Oh, wait, that's the wrong game. Damn right. It. Tony in the 321. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's up, y'all? Go ahead, buddy. I probably have the wrong answer, dude, but whatever it is, you need to put it on your phone screen so he can pep up, man. I'm getting tired of calling, and he just drags me down. Oh, dude. another Matt Albert. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, but anyway, my guess is going to be tampons, tampax. 
Sorry, Tony, not Tampax. Good guess, though. Strong guess. Right, I'm going to move to ladies first, Megan in the 321. Then we may just have to move on. Go ahead, Megan. I was thinking it, it was Playtex. Oh, I can't believe people aren't getting this one. I got it right. Let's keep it in the 321. Go to Matt. What you got, Matthew? How about stay free? You're a winner. Congratulations. You're the first winner in Central Florida for... Insert this. Hold on, buddy. All right, Dubs, uh, track 11 should be the unedited commercial. Oh, they're serving meatloaf. Oh, wait. Uh, no, that's not it. It's not track 11. Hold on a second. Oh, my problem. Oh, that one's another one. Uh, <laughs> he, he starts off with meatloaf, ironically enough. Oh, wow. Did you hear that? We'll have to save that one for later on in the night. Uh, it's actually track uh, 17. I'm sorry, track 17. Stay free advanced protection. Designed for heavy periods and sudden bladder leaks. The kind that can sneak up at the worst moments. So you're protected from whatever life throws at you. Stay free advanced protection has an oops-proof core that's two times more absorbent than an ordinary pad. Blocking away moisture and stopping odors before they start. Real life needs real protection. For discreet protection any day of the month, stay free advanced protection. Life-proof protection. Insert this! So anyway, there's another round of the uh, innovative game. Insert this. Dubs, I have at least one, two, three others we can play later on in the evening. Nice. So I think we'll... Matt, we're done with the game for now. Let we'll, all, uh, we'll come back to it later. Yeah, let all these uh, wonderful people uh, let them know thank you. But uh, we're going to have to move on from that. But Matthew on line one got it right. 321 coming up with the first prize tonight. Good job uh, out there on the East Coast. Picking up on the stay free for... Insert this! Quick break, we'll come back. C-Lane want to make his big announcement? I guess so. All right, C-Lane put out this thing on MySpace. I hear it's gone now. That's odd. Mm-hmm. I think you can erase them, maybe get cold feet. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with that. And also, Dubs, ironically, you have some audio that kind of corresponds with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Yeah. That'd be a good time if you had something you wanted to squeeze in. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Feel free to call 407-916-1041. If singular wireless, it's star 1041. Lines are always open, too, if you like, here in the hideout. Again, uh, whenever you call, no name, no real name. Nicknames are always welcome. We don't use our real names. We don't expect you to either. And uh, when we put you up on the board, we take what area code you're from. Tonight, the 407 off to a stellar start, content-wise, even though the 321 is on fire as far as winning contests. And Matt also gives your call a grade. Whoever screens the phone call gives you a grade. And then we decide from there, you know, what order you'll be taken in. So whenever you want to call, you always want to bring your best material up front. Do we have C-Lane? Can we grab C-Lane? Can we have him come into the studio? I guess there was something uh, where C-Lane was going to make some sort of big announcement. Yeah, he threw up a MySpace bulletin on uh, on MySpace.com saying that he had a special announcement to make at 8 o'clock. It's 8.03, and he's nowhere to be found. Yeah, for those of you that aren't on MySpace.com, it's like one of those social networking websites. And I you, think at you this have... point, this is uh, popular as Pepsi. 
Yeah, you have uh, your own page. Some people they've heard it, they don't know what it is, mm-hmm. though. And you put a bulletin up, and everybody that you are friends with, quote unquote, sees this bulletin that he put up. What C Lane put up? Yeah. Okay. This is this is what I understand what it said. It was sent to me by the Don. Uh the title was announcement tonight on Roll Radio 104.1, the hide in the hideout. I'm finally going to come out of the closet on the air. Find out who my secret crush is at 8 p.m. Kisses C-Lane. C-Lane, so... What's going on, man? What does that C stand for? I guess we know now. Uh, That's actually an affectionate term for his ass. So, C-Lane, you have a big announcement you wanted to share here. A little late, a little tardy. That's okay. (laughs) Congested, depending if it's the weekend. Right. Uh, what's this big announcement that you had? I, uh, I, I, I don't have a big announcement. Not really. So this wasn't... I didn't write that. Hold on a second. Right, I want you right here. Uh-huh. Look at this. If you need to go down... Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> scroll down on the IM. Right. Uh, no, I read it. Well, I want you to read it then. I Because, I mean, obviously, this was on your MySpace, so... If we've gotten multiple uh, inquiries about this. So, let me see here. Go ahead. Start there from the top. Right. Uh, says that I'm going to come out of the closet. No, no, like read it, though. Oh, uh, I'm finally going to come out of the closet on the air and find out who my secret crush is at 8 p.m. Kisses. Sea lane. That last guy sounded pretty gay. Right. So this wasn't you? No, it wasn't me. Didn't write that. You have to have uh, confidence when you're going to make this announcement. I don't have an announcement to make. And it says it was posted like 6:52. I mean, where were you? You were here, right? I was in the prod booth, where there's a computer. Typing, typing this? Uh, no. Furiously? No. One tear coming down your baby-like gay <laughs> cheek. <laughs> All right. Well, I just thought you, you know, it, l- listen, it's okay. If you ever do want to make this announcement that you quote unquote did not make, uh, right now I, free. I uh, really have no announcement to make. We are really open and uh, supportive. Pretty much, uh, Mo just uh, left <laughs> left the MySpace logged on on one of the computers in the office. We will not make fun of you at all. Right. I I know. So gay. I know why he's not making his quote-unquote announcement now. Why is that? I used to make long lists of guys I had crushes on. Who's not here tonight? <laughs> oh, that's right. He had to go to traffic school. Is that the crush? Our other intern, Napier. All right, C-Lane, well, if you know, whenever you do feel comfortable, feel free. Now, Hefe. Now, hold on a second. Real fast. You want to tell us about your girlfriend? I don't have a girlfriend. Oh. oh. Wow. <laughs> All right. Just wondering. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, Dubs. Now, uh, the, out of Fort Lauderdale today, there was a story that came out saying that uh, they, there's a movement with these gay to straight people that say they were gay before and now they're straight. They uh, want to start speaking in schools, telling people it is possible. The Sea Lane Foundation. Yes, to not be gay anymore, to uh, become straight. All right. Do you have, so what do you do you have a story? Well, I had I had a uh, a news story last week from CNN. Uh, they did a, a whole thing on this gay to straight movement. Now, is it this part of the whole Exodus? Is this the same thing as the Exodus people who behind the church's chicken 
have a rethink homosexuality billboard? Now, I don't think it's the same thing because these people are actually, these groups are actually run by formerly gay people. And I think the, the Exodus thing is purely um, run by a Christian organization trying to help people not be gay anymore. These people used to be gay and are helping people not be anymore. It all sounds the same to me, but mm. okay. This man who tells us he was once gay claims to have helped hundreds of men like him. That was a good one. Richard Cohen, now married with three kids, is a leader in the so-called reparative therapy now, let me tell you what this guy looks like, uh, this formerly Oh, oh I can guess, man. but go ahead. He looks like a, uh, well, for one, he's wearing a uh, kind of a polo-type shirt tucked into some really tight, higher jeans, and he looks like a more gay Steve Young. So that's kind of the visual picture you need when you uh, listen to this guy. Okay, Steve Young doesn't look incredibly heterosexual, no, so wow. And, and uh, yeah, this guy takes it to a new level. Movement. With just more than a thousand members, it's not a particularly big movement. But because it's so controversial and despised within the gay community, it tends to get a lot of attention. What you're suggesting is being gay is a switch you can turn on or off. People have a right to determine how they wish to live their life. If they choose to live a gay life, great, okay. Superb. It's fabulous. I right, look, I think these organizations are awful. Uh, I do not believe that. I believe in certain cases, like our uh, our friend, um, what's his name? I forget, the wrestler. Uh, Canyon. Canyon, who came out on the air, said it's kind of like a bell curve. Yeah. I, I think, think there's mat- a little bit of uh, both uh, nature and nurture. Right. Like penis. Yeah, there he is. We haven't gotten an update from him, actually. I think he's gone back to being uh, in the depressive state. And then, like, I'll see him online every day for, like, a month, and then I won't see him for, like, four months. Yeah, like, for a couple weeks there, I got a couple calls from him, and then never again. Then you regret giving him your number? A little bit. All right, but this guy, you never know. I got an idea for you. How about you guys go in the air and talk for a bit? (laughs) All right, now let's, uh, let's get back to this audio. But to say that I have to live as a gay man because I had those desires, that's discrimination. Oh, Cohen, who had several boyfriends, oh, spent years... All right, can you just rewind it just where he talks oh, again? So- because that was pretty... Um... Wow. I feel kind of bad. But because it's so controversial and despised within the gay community, it tends to get a lot of attention. What you're suggesting is being gay is a switch you can turn on or off. People have a right to determine how they wish to live their life. If they choose to live a gay life, great, okay. But to say that I have to live as a gay man because I had those desires, that's discrimination. Cohen, who had several boyfriends, <laughs> spent years in various kinds of therapy searching for... Any- it's so funny when, he's, when she's saying had various boyfriends, they just go to like all these different pictures of him like dancing with guys and arms around him and everything. In a nice flamingo outfit. <laughs> exactly. Just completely out of the closet. Now he's the leader of this organization. Answers. It wasn't until he remembered being sexually abused by a man when he was a child that what he calls his conversion process began. I knew it wasn't for me, and I knew it in my gut I wasn't born this way. Cohen is an unlicensed therapist. I don't know what this guy's complete story is, but maybe in a case like that, okay, maybe you weren't born gay. Maybe you aren't, but uh, his thing is he's trying to help other people in the same situation. See, not everybody was abused who was gay. But his, and we're going to get to it in a second, his uh, methods of turning a gay man 
to the straight lifestyle are completely crazy. All right, hold on a second. We got a phone call first. Let's go to uh, Not Gay Gerard in the 407. What's up, Gerard? All this gay talk, it's just discrimination. It's just, it's lunacy. It's, 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 it's not good. It's unscrumptious. I, now, let me ask you, so you are not, you are not gay, Gerard? Totally unqueer. All right, thank you. <laughs> he offers the theory that some sort of childhood trauma triggers homosexuality. Hmm. And all it takes is figuring out what it is, healing from it, and moving on. I think we're... Getting over that. One of his clients is a 42-year-old program analyst who we'll call Rob. Because it's such a sensitive subject, he asked us to shield his identity. Rob, you have your he mail began <laughs> Cohen three years ago, after years of struggling with unwanted homosexual feelings. I had a mother that basically committed emotional incest with me. Because they... right, hold on. What is emotional incest? She loved you, dude. That's what mothers are supposed to do. I don't know what emotional uh, <laughs> incest is. It's my favorite new term, though. Because you're just thinking it's very close <laughs> to emotional rape, which you yes. like to do. Yes, but uh, a mother doing it. Homosexual feelings. I had a mother that basically committed emotional incest with me because they had a very bad marriage. She used me as her husband, a stand-in. Cohen explains Rob's same-sex attraction as typical of the men he treats. Cold, distant dad, overbearing mom, and overly sensitive kid. He showed us some of his unconventional techniques like touch therapy, in which he encourages Rob to seek out same-sex mentors to basically recreate a healthy father-son bond. It's non-sexual. It establishes like parent-child relationship. So he didn't experience... Now, the touch therapy is basically this guy who's trying to teach this guy how to be straight, spooning Shut with this up. other guy. I'm thinking maybe they're touching, they're giving him some dap. No. Nice up top high five. No, they are actually uh, on the couch. The guy is on his lap. He's cradling him and has his head up against his shoulder. And uh, they talk to them while they are in is this... He- is he burping him? Is he going to spit up? It, it looks like that's the kind of motion he's doing. Just from somewhere else, he'll spit up. Experienced this growing <laughs> up with his dad. Rob, do you feel a sexual connection right now? No, I don't. I feel Is he cuddling him right now? Yes, he's cuddling As him he's right now. he's talking to him? He's cuddling the dude? Yeah, they're, they're uh, talking to the reporter and cuddling at the same time. Growing up with his dad. Rob, do you feel... A sexual connection right now? No, I don't. I feel very safe <laughs> and very comforted, and um, it just feels wonderful. Another technique, but now this next technique is him with a tennis racket and a pillow. I right, hold on. We got to take a break. Can we break here? Yeah, it, this is my favorite of the whole story. This this okay. is the cherry. All right, recap and here in the hideout on Radio One Hundred Four Point One. This is, I guess, some guy who's developed a therapy course in which he can t- teach people, gay people, to be straight. Yes. It's a hideout. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. 407-916-1041, It's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout. Real Radio, 104.1. I want to remind you, hideout live broadcast, 666. Tuesday, the 6th of the June, 2006, we will be broadcasting live from Mako's downtown Church Street. Of course, you know, um, 
Drunkies there every Saturday night. Part of you like a monster millionaire. You got, of course, the beautiful Tiffany from the Monsters works there as well. But we'll do our uh, 666 live broadcast, Seven Deadly Sins, coming up uh, this next Tuesday, actually, mm-hmm. essentially. Uh, uh, Nameless is back. The runner, the leader of uh, HideoutHeretics.net. Go there, sign up now. Nearly 500 members, dubs, on HideoutHeretics.net. That's awesome. Uh, especially here for Central Florida. That's actually, ve- I think that's bigger than the other message board in town. That's for, like, all I think of- we're still a little shy of that. We're close, though. Yeah. And this is one show. Um, all right, J-Dubs, we're talking about, first of all, let's just get into it just for a second. Do you think, I kind of take offense to curing homosexuality. Yeah, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't find it to be a disease. I don't think it's something you need to be cured from. I think... Homophobia is something that needs to be cured, and the fear of homosexuals. But I don't think that homosexuality is any sort of an affliction. I guess I'm one of those bleeding heart liberals. I think it's something like you know soccer. Some people are into it. Some people just don't understand it. You know, something America hasn't caught on to yet. But this guy, and you see a lot of these organizations popping up mm-hmm. where people believe they can cure. They can change it all over. The whole movie uh, saved. They had that whole uh, uh, little camp where they would send these their kids to when he uh, came out and uh, could cure him of his homosexuality. Yeah, he's there. And then just, he found a new boyfriend there. Yeah, he's finding a boyfriend. That's a really good idea. Put a whole bunch of people who are trying to find their sexuality together. Mm-hmm. And have, a bunch of really confused kids, and we'll see what happens. And boys in the same room. It's not co-ed. No. I'm guessing uh, result sodomy. I'm just... Throwing that one out there. So anyway, this is a guy who runs this thing. Mm-hmm. Now, again, it's all about whether or not it's a you know choice. This guy's circumstances, it doesn't seem maybe he was born that way. You know? But regardless. So his whole thing is, and we heard it a little bit, cuddle therapy. Where you find another man to cuddle with to try to bring back the... The father-son bond. Right. And now what's this therapy right here, Dubs? This therapy, uh, I believe they call it like uh, hit therapy, trying to release the uh, the pent-up rage in your muscles and the memories in your muscles. And what he's doing basically is hitting a pillow with a tennis racket, screaming. Another technique, bioenergetics, designed to help clients release memories stored in the muscles, in this case by hitting a pillow with a tennis racket. I was angry at my mother. Okay. So I started saying, Mom! 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 Why did you do that to me? So is being... <laughs> is this the one who his mom committed... No, this is the mental, mental incest or whatever it was? That was the other guy. That was the guy uh, that uh, he was trying to help not be gay. This is the guy who teaches the whole thing. And so, all right. Do you mind backing that up so we can hear that again? Another technique, bioenergetics, designed to help clients release memories stored in the muscles, in this case by hitting a pillow with a tennis racket. I was angry at my mother, so I started saying, Mom! 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 Why did you do that to me? So is being gay a matter of nature or nurture? Doctors say they don't know for sure. 
There is no gay gene and no definitive scientific proof that one's family or environment uh, triggers same-sex attraction. <laughs> That's why mainstream mental health experts have such sure a huge bow. problem with Cohen and those like him, However, who promote reparative therapy as legitimate. It's like this person has landed on Earth from Mars and is doing things that the rest of us don't believe in and that we don't do. And... And it's just unfortunate that uh, that there are people who are willing to accept, because of their desperate homosexual feelings, uh, to accept these kinds of treatments. Deborah Thayerick, CNN, Bowie, Maryland. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> uh, so they found the three white people in Bowie, Maryland. And did a little story on them. <laughs> the story. A little joke for those of you listening in D.C. Uh, all right, so Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Wow, dubs. That guy has um, obviously issues. Mm-hmm. Not many of which I think have anything to do with being gay, but probably just other mother issues. Yeah, I mean, he's, everybody, everybody, has. everybody had a uh, odd childhood. No one had the perfect childhood. You just deal with it however you can. If it's hitting a tennis racket with a uh, or hitting a pillow with a tennis racket, so be it. I don't say you're going to cure homosexuality with that. Yeah. To me, there's no reason for a cure. But uh, anyway. Yeah, well, who wants to stop a good time? Party foul. That's just like tipping over the guy's beer and getting shot. Exactly. You know, why don't they ever get, like, like Hitler? And Hitler wanted to cure the Jew. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the Jewish people. So how come these people aren't ever really looked at? And that's sort of a way, I guess because they're not rounding them up and killing them. Uh, yeah, if they but, started rounding them up, putting them in camp and killing them, they would be looked at exactly the same as Hitler. But don't you think it's kind of the same thought process? Sure. Of you need to be cured, you're so evil and bad for society? There was the same thought process for every minority. At every minority, there's been one person trying to lead people to destroy them. Let me say this, speaking of minorities. I mean, it's Lou Dobbs with you, bro. Yeah. He wants me to go back, mm-hmm. go back to where I came from, Lubbock, <laughs> Lubbock, Texas. But spe- here's another, here's the minority that I'd like to see blossom. That's three-armed babies. We've got one. We need a whole army of these kids. Could you? What's killing me about this three-armed baby is they're chopping the arm off. They're chopping the extra arm off of this guy. I don't know why. This Mm-mm. is like X-Men, where they want a cure. This kid is an X-Man. He was lucky enough to be born with a third arm. He's evolved. Could you imagine how great life would be if you had a third arm? You could. Here, here's why. Let me give you a little example. Hanging out watching television, which, by the way, in the afternoon, because at night you're listening to the hideout, and you're eating with your TV tray, remote in one hand, drink in another hand, fork in the third hand. Have you ever tried to make that switch on a TV tray? It's impossible. Think about driving and how great driving could be. You could have your hands on 10 and 2 and your other hand on the cell phone. This kid is evolved beyond the rest of us. If you're playing ba- a little pickup basketball, you could do a crossover while smoking a cigarette. Dude, pick up basketball. You got your hands up in the air to throw off the officials saying you're not doing anything. With that little third hand, you're reaching in. Yeah, just like total recall. This is maybe one of the greatest things that happen to mankind. They're going to cut this kid's arm off for shame. Mutants are great. 
Right, they got they actually got a video of this kid on Yahoo. Oh, they have a video. I just saw the pictures and it scared the hell out of me. I want other great uses for that third arm, dude. <laughs> Think about it. playing video games. Definitely. You got to have your one hand on the turbo button. You got to use the other one to move around, and then the other hand could be used for anything. For those of you nerds that like to run one to Jill Valentine on Resident Evil or something like that, you could do it all right there. Tomb Moving Raider. around, yeah, and, uh, and running one at the same time. Jake in the 666 here in the hideout. What's up, Jake? Hey, what's going on, bro? What you got? Hey, listen, uh, after hearing about that therapy that was on, it made me want to have sex with Matt Albert. Um, it, You know, that could turn you somehow. If you have, like, chocolate bunnies, mm. I don't know. Yeah, whatever you're into, bro. But just think about how great it would be to have a third arm. What would be better than a third arm? Does he have full function, like full use of it? No, two of them don't work at all. Yeah, the two on the same side don't work very well. No, so they're... See, he, but he's he's starting the revolution. Well, he's on. starting it all, and uh, the, his offspring will have full functioning ones. Exactly, exactly, because the next step in the evolution... He has to have sex. No one's going to have sex with him. But in the next step in the evolution process, the first step rarely is functioning. It's always like the offspring of that and the offspring beyond that. The thing is, he could be at a concert. It doesn't matter if he's getting laid with the third arm. He could be at a concert, cheering above his head, doing the clapping, at the same time grabbing the girl's ass in front of him. Could you imagine if, Not he, me. if he took over for Def Leppard as the drummer? Oh, how great the he band make sounds! Up for lost time. How great the band sounds with one arm. Imagine if the kid had three in what he's creating. Boy, dude, I, I, they're just doing the wrong thing with this kid. There's a, unlimited possibilities. I say, and even if his arm isn't fully functioning now, you can engineer that thing to work fully. I know you can. Stem cells. John in the 407 year now. It's called therapy, man. Physical therapy. Go ahead, John. Yeah, do a couple curls with that thing. A one hand on each boob and one on the ass. Okay, mm. that now you, we haven't even gone to the sexual part of it. I mean, there's a lot that could be done if you had three arms. All right, and second thing is tell that big fat fact to be a little more enthused when you answer the phone. Aww. You're taking a beating tonight, Matt. I'm just trying to help them be funny. Apparently it's not working. <laughs> yeah, you should hear the calls before he gets to them. <laughs> He's trying. They're trying. Everybody's trying, and that's what we like here in the hideout, for you to try. We'll all get there together. Matt will wake up, and you guys will do good. You know, we'll all be happy. So anyway, I just wanted to talk about that with the three-armed kid and just how I think it's a travesty. Yeah, why cut it off? All these quote-unquote... Someone better eat it. <laughs> you better be putting that damn thing to use. Nice rotisserie. What? Now, here's the other thing. You at least use it as a back scratcher, you know? Spray it with some, uh, some hairspray, get it nice and stiff, and, you know, just... What do you do with that? You know, think about you don't like, throw it away. There's no way you just throw it into the hazard bin. You have to put it in a, a museum. Kind of jar or yeah, like uh, like the um, like the uh, the Terminator hand. I can also see too, like Marilyn Manson collects prosthetics. Like that would be the the holy grail mm-hmm. uh, in the prosthetic world. Just a bonus. Casey in the 386. What's up, Casey? I was going. I just want to say something about the uh, three-arm kid. Yeah, I could totally play uh, both decks on a double-neck guitar at the same time. Now that's true. I'm telling you, the op, the 
the opportunities for this child, especially when it comes to music. Imagine if the kid was playing baseball. And if he could hone his skills correctly, he could be your starter, your middle reliever, and your closer. <laughs> his arm would never get tired. No, his arms. <laughs> right. I need, I need, uh-oh, he's moved to his second right hand. He's, he's a little winded. Hold on, bring in the oh. lefty. Which lefty? <laughs> the heart-throwing one or the or the knuckleballer? <laughs> Think about it. Now, that's a, actually, Chunks brought up a, a good thing there. Would he be allowed to box? No. Yeah, why not? I mean, he is a human being. He was born that way. Why Kinda. would you stop him? I don't think he'd be able to box. Why? Why not? Fair advantage. Why? He could block and be throwing uh, punches at the same time. All right, here's the thing. Let's test it. Let's put out like a punch out with this kid and just see how it works in the virtual <laughs> world first. Then oh, if he'd, it seem, run, he'd then, roll it. Then if it seems like it's too easy. The phenom. All right, we'll take a break. Please come on after us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Insert this. Back here in a um, Wednesday night with the hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Hey, let's play that promo real fast. Kudos to Big Hands, who was shadowing chunks today. I think you put together a really good promo for our uh, 666 party. The party that almost didn't happen is on this Tuesday, 666. This Tuesday, 666. At Mako's, the hideout will be broadcasting live at 7 p.m. featuring games and contests focused on the seven deadly sins, great drink specials, and the premiere of the fifth edition hideout t-shirt. The hideout 666 party. Halloween is early this Tuesday, June 6th at Mako's. Located on Church Street in the heart of downtown Atlanta. Brought to you by Mako's and the evilest night show in America. The Good job, Big Hands. Let's hear it for him. And again, I'll you know we gave him a lot of crap lately, but thank you to the third floor and Makos for coming through for this six 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 party. Appreciate it. We need to talk about what we want to do out there, man. Uh, I know we had an idea of doing stuff around the seven deadly sins. Which, yeah, we have to brainstorm those now. Yeah, uh, I know we talked about this on the air once, but okay, let me run through. Let me try to think of what they are real fast. Wrath, mm-hmm. I think, is one. Uh, gluttony. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is going to be fun. This is basically the hideout. We're going to get to do it all in one night at Mako's of all places. Next Tuesday, 666. Is it Lust? Is Lust one of them? Lust is one. Um, Envy. Envy. All right, I'm leaving off a couple. Sloth. If you can help us out, 407-916-1041. For some reason, that's the word that comes to my mind whenever I look at chunks. Just sloth. There will be one of the seven uh, sins. Actually, we all probably represent these in one way or another. Oh, everybody does. Hey, speaking of wrath, I've just noticed in the past like six weeks to a couple of months, I cannot control my anger. I have have noticed that, too. Like, I... I get angry, but you got I got angry at your lip yesterday. I don't, but yeah, I don't just get angry. I'm like, I'm livid. Mm-hmm. It used to be it, it would take me to a certain point before I would get angry. Like yesterday, I'm pulling into my complex, and a guy almost hits me or whatever. But these things, they happen sometimes. You know what I mean? 
I had my windows rolled down. I yell, F you. <laughs> and like the guy stops. And I start backing up my car like I'm ready to fight him. I was really, literally, literally ready to deck him. Today, something happened. What happened with the guy? Did he uh, end up just pulling off? Took off. But I have this, like, like this Hulk where I'm just, I, like, I, like yesterday, when I was talking about how my lip made me angry, it did. It literally, I wanted to punch things. I was so mad. Uh, I just about my lip hurting. I know, it's not anybody's fault. There's it's, nothing to be mad about exactly, with a lip. It's simple irritations that I am ready to pummel people over. Speaking of, we have uh, not happened. Yeah, <laughs> speaking of simple irrita- irritations. Yeah. Uh, yes. How those roids doing? I don't know if that, I don't know if it's because the blood. That usually does it. And, uh, oh, you mean steroids or hemorrhoids? Because, I don't know. Both. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, I'll tell you what. I did a uh, one-month cycle of steroids before, and that was just insane, the rage you'd have. All right. We're, all right so far for the sins, we got wrath, gluttony, lust, envy, sloth. Uh, let's go to Jimmy in the 407. What you got, Jimmy? Hey, greed is one of the seven deadly sins, too. Ah, nice. All right. Greed. Thank you, sir. Brad in the 386. What you got, Brad? I got pride is the last seven deadly sins, I think. Pride. Yep. Uh, that's not the... All right. Pro, okay. Very good. Thank you. All right. Let me list them off. I want to make sure we got this correct. Because why will either be stunting or doing games or something around the seven deadly sins. Each We're, sin will uh, be dedicated to something. Yes. Coming up uh, this this Tuesday night for the 666 live broadcast of Mako's. Wrath. Gluttony. Lust. Envy. Mm-hmm. Sloth. Greed and pride. That sounds right. Is that seven? Uh, yeah, that's seven. So there we go. Now we got, Here's my idea for lust. Here's what I want to do. We got to talk to Makos and see if they're down with it. If not, we'll, maybe we'll come up with an alternative prize. But I figure for a nice bar tab, we get three groups of chicks. This is an idea that I had going back to a story. I think last week we talked about where the guy saw the hickey. On his chick's neck, and he went and he shot the dude who gave it to him, or to her, because mm-hmm. it wasn't him. And I'm thinking, how hot would it be? And I think it'd sound great on the radio. We get three sets of chicks, and we get them up on stage at Mako's. And maybe we can get Tiffany to act it out, too, with KT, who came in last week. I like that. That'd be hot. And let's say for 69 seconds. Chuck Jock. Ooh. I get it. They... <laughs> They suck on each other's necks, and whoever can leave the best hickey wins the prize. A nice purple one. You know what I mean? Now, they don't, maybe they don't have to do it on the neck, because sometimes, you know, back, I don't care where stomach, it is. Stomach. I just want to see girls sucking on girls. Inner thigh. You know what I mean? That could be mm-hmm. a nice one. And I think maybe for like a bar tab or something like that, and I think that's a pretty good lust. I th- and then we can get the audio of the girl sucking on the... Uh, on the neck or stomach or whatever they want to do. Right. And then we get the visual of it, and we're all drunk, and we're all celebrating 666. That alone, uh, that's reason enough to show up to Mako's that night. For With the Red Bull and vodka coursing through our veins. Just Yes! <laughs> Are you kidding? So anyway, gluttony, I'd assume, would be an easy one. I say nice eating contest. Deviled eggs? Ooh, I hate deviled eggs. 
for a nice uh, prize. I could see um, Fat Boy over there, not half egg, competing in that one. Mm-hmm. Devil's Food Cake. Devil's Food Cake could be a good one. Yeah, we'll just do a nice little eating contest. So that's uh, two of them there with Lust and Gluttony. Wrath, I'm thinking something with... Something with uh, Tommy hitting something. Uh, Napier. Mm. I think I think a nice Napier stunt should be involved. We could also do for Gluttony Gallon of Milk Challenge. Three contestants up there. <laughs> whoever, it, whoever it is can't be Napier because he doesn't know how to pull one off. It'll turn into uh, Stand By Me very quickly. Was it Stand By Me where they're all throwing up in the contest? I think so. Was it a pie-eating contest It was something? a pie-eating, I think. I saw that movie once so many years ago. I had to rewatch it reason, just because there's so many reference references points. to it. Yeah. yeah, that and stupid Josh and Sam and every Nick Cage movie ever made. Yeah, I gotta watch Josh and Sam. That's not even Thank a real you. movie. IMDb it. Bill in the 386. What's up, Bill? How you doing? Go ahead, buddy. Uh, listen, I'm sitting here looking at uh, the, the uh, dictionary, Webster's Collegiate. Uh-huh. And they list the deadly sins as envy, lust... Okay. Anger, pride, sloth, gluttony. Hold on, slow down. I think I, anger I thought was the same as wrath. Yeah, anger and wrath are the same ones. Wrath sounds better. Now, what were okay. the other ones? And covetness. That's envy, that, right? That's, no, that's uh, pride, isn't it? No, no when you they, covet they, something, they, they you list pride and they list envy. It's envy, lust, anger, uh, pride, sloth, gluttony, and covetness. Maybe that's greed. Maybe that's where the greed came in. Instead, that, of... could, be, that could be. But you know, I, the thing, I, I haven't looked up greed or covetousness in, in a thing to see if it's one and the same. Yeah, they're pretty close. I mean, when you covet something, you want it. I, that also goes pretty close to with envy too. Mm-hmm. But all right, thank you, Bill. I think this is close enough. What could the greed be? Ooh, maybe we just have some cash on hand. Maybe we got a little cash, nice little crisp hundred dollar bill. People. What do you Fight want? Over it? What do you want to do for? Just toss it in the middle of the Mako's crowd. Ooh, I'm sort of riot. I, I look. I don't know how crazy they want to get, but let's say we get a hundred dollar, uh, hundred dollars in ones, and just chuck it, and then ooh, it's confetti, and watch the crowd go crazy. <laughs> These are all the ideas. I, yeah, anything goes with Mako's. I, you know, I know they do a lot with Drunky and the Monsters, but. I don't know if they know what they're into for with the hideout, broadcasting live from there. I just It's going to be a blast. I just don't know. I hope you're ready for it. Josh in the 352. What's up, Josh? Uh, I actually was just going to say that I don't think that whole uh, giving the hickeys idea would be a good idea. Because uh, if you give a hickey too hard, you can actually draw blood. That wouldn't actually... That, oh, I don't care. That'd be so hot. Are you Just a chick yeah, lifts, right. lifts her <laughs> mouth. She lifts her mouth off, and uh, there's blood dripping from her lips. Mm. I hold on a second. People got some good ideas. Okay. Uh, SKD says gluttony should be done super trooper style. Bottle of maple syrup. Here's the problem. What if we get a diabetic in there? <laughs> he should know by now that uh, he can't chug. A big like, thing of maple like, syrup. Like Matt knows. That kid is so diabetic or pre-diabetic, it's silly. If we get sued over him eating too much. Oh, God. You're so evil. I'm not going to say that. What? All right. Tommy says... <laughs> what? Hide the, hundred do- hide the dollar bills all over Hooch's body, and then how bad do you want it? Oh, God. I was an idiot. 
I think that combines a couple of them, gluttony and greed. Sloth. And stink. <laughs> Boys. Ex-intern, just leave her alone already. I was an idiot. So anyway, there it is. Live broadcast. It is a live broadcast, isn't it, Trunks? All right, live broadcast. Live to tape. Next Tuesday at Mako's for the Hideout 666 part. Should we just call it our anniversary show, too? Yeah, why not? Might as well. We're far past our anniversary anyway here. And how about this? How about we celebrate our anniversary like each time, and I don't know, maybe there's a name for it, but like this year it's 666, next year it'll be 777, Mm -hmm. 888, and just continue going on the line, and I'm sure by the time we get to 12-12-12, we'll be fired and out of the business. I don't think we'll make it that far, so there'll be no 13-13-13. But whatever, we would have had our fun. All right, so that's the deal. Hey, Dubs, let's play another round of Insert This. All right. I want you to roll. Oh, boy, there's so many good ones. By the way, this is a game where we pull audio from a TV commercial for a feminine product. We played it last hour. We'll play it again now. Do track 10, J-Dubs. You have to guess the actual product name. Insert This. All right, track 10. For this one. If you can guess it, you can be a winner tonight. Ah, hope they're serving meatloaf. Ooh, hun. Hmm? There's a stain on that shirt. Oh. Mmm. That's not good. (laughs) Men have their way of freshening up. And we have ours. Cleansing cloths. Gentle enough for sensitive skin. And gynecologist tested. So you can feel fresh every day. By female standards, of course. Enjoy being a woman. All right. Insert this. If you know that one, call now. All that meatloaf stain. Just how awful is that? Yeah, the the big red uh, ketchup that's on top of it, and uh, they're comparing that to a pet. Now it may not necessarily be a pet. Uh, whatever they are, it has something to do with uh, that color. Insert this. All right, if you can guess what that is, 407-916-1041, we got concert tickets, DVDs, video games to give away. Call now to play Insert This. It's a hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Ooh, hun, hmm? there's a stain on that shirt. Oh. Mm, that's not good. Men have their way of freshening up. And we have ours. Cleansing cloths. Gentle enough for sensitive skin and gynecologist tested. So you can feel fresh every day. By female standards, of course. Enjoy being a woman. Call now to be a winner. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. The new game, you guess what it was that was beeped out. I love this game. And, and really, I love UB40. All right, so we had Unwritten Law seeing Red the first go-around, and now it's UB40 Red Red Wine. Mm-hmm. I'm parched. I could use a nice drink. Scott in the 407. Go ahead, Scott. All right, got two uh, ideas. No, only let's one. Go with, let's go with Dove. No, Dove. It is not Dove. It is not Soap. <laughs> let's go to Justin in the 321. What do you got, Justin? Uh, I'm going to get the Vagisil. Not Vagisil. 
Let's try a lady. Sandy. Yeah, know. Sandy in the 386. What do you got, Sandy? Summer's Eve. You're a winner, Sandy. Congratulations. Hold on, cool. sweetie. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, hope you're serving meatloaf. Ooh, hun. Hmm? There's a stain on that shirt. Oh. Mm. That's not good. Men have their way of freshening up. And we have ours. Summer's Eve cleansing cloths. Gentle enough for sensitive skin and gynecologist tested. So you can feel fresh every day. By female standards, of course. Summer's Eve. Enjoy being a woman. Oh, I... It's awful. All right, Sandy's a winner. I just, uh, I thought of this game when I was sitting there watching these commercials. I'm like, these are too funny. They're ridiculous. <laughs> I love how in that one, because I think the guy has a stain on his shirt. Mm-hmm. And I can't recall what he's actually doing, whether or not, like, he licks his fingers and tries to rub it out or something. It's some, it's something along those lines. You know, whatever a guy does. When you just to, spread the mess. And so that's why she's like, guys have their way of freshening up. <laughs> we have ours. Summer's Eve. You know? Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, it's so dirty. You but just the, get the visual in your head. But these are the most fascinating co- commercials on television. I like our way of cleaning up a lot better. You ever just carry around some baby wipes, though, because you feel dirty? I, I'll i carry around the wet wipes, not the right, uh, baby right. wipes. But like wipes. Just the, the, the little ones you get from, like, uh, Wing House or whatever. Oh, you know what? Right, we got a lot that we still need to get done. Just now at the end of hour two in the hideout on a Wednesday night. This is something we'll want to talk about. Pedophiles to launch political party. The Charity Freedom and Diversity Party said on its website um, what they want to do. They want to cut the legal age for sexual relations to 12 and eventually scrap the limit altogether. Now, this is in the Netherlands where they already have pretty liberal policies on, like, you know, drugs, prostitution, gay marriage, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Well, everybody has a different drug. The party wants uh, private possession of child pornography to be allowed. Yeah. Although it supports the ban yeah. on such materials. It supports allowing pornography to be broadcast on daytime television with only violent pornography limited to the late evening. Yeah. You always have to day part the hard metal songs. Oh, of course. And I guess now the slap happy. Yeah. Anything with this. I ain't crying yeah. at all. All right, cut that out for a second. As I'm going to read what I'm about to read. That'd be too much. <laughs> Toddlers should be giving... Se- oh, Hold on a second. Toddlers should be given sex education... And youths age 16 and up should be allowed to appear in pornographic films and prostitute themselves. Oh, my. Toddlers? Like they can understand what you're saying there. Hold on. Gets better. Or worse. The party also says sex with animals should be allowed, although abusive animals should remain illegal. So as long as it's loving. As long as it's not the violent uh, part that's going to be on late night. That dog liked it. He was panting the whole time. The party also said everyone should be allowed to go naked in public, promotes legalizing all soft and hard drugs, and finally, just a little throw-in, free train travel for all. Well, that's something everybody can agree on. So if you disagree with everything else, you want to ride the train for free, right? So you're against public transportation? No, just the part about you and a kid. Now, let me tell you this. This is what fascinates me. Chunks, get in here. 
Hurry up. Run, fat boy. Jesus. Get in here. I swear to God. Get in here. My my water was shaking just like it's Jurassic Park. Get in here. When he was sloth. Tromping around. So I told you, hey, I sent you the story. I'm like, hey, book these guys. we got to get them on the air. For some reason, this thing is taken off between Dateline to Catch a Predator, the Dr. Phil stuff, which was just over the top yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hey, get these guys. Let's talk to them. The problem is their website's in Dutch. But you found something else. What did you find? Uh, Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, As I was looking for the site, you know, I did my usual Google thing. (laughs) And a very... In-depth, yeah. Disturbing (laughs) website link popped up. And I guess it was a website dedicated to pedophiles and, like, as a community where they can come together and be free to talk about what society is oppressing. Okay. And on that site, I happened to find two radio programs that are... Ooh, tell me the hideout's one of them. No. There's already one there, and it's a good kid. Why not take it? For pedophiles by pedophiles. And it was it on 105.9? <laughs> no. Hey, everybody needs their fubu. <laughs> right. And it's disturbing. One of them is a live stream, and it plays like normal music. I guess like in a rotation. But this is music. Music that pedophiles geared, will enjoy. Yeah, music that pedophiles, um, I guess, listen to. Okay. And then in between, they'll throw in their. For more information, go to www.nambla.org. So this is real, huh? Yeah. I think I have one of the little uh, imaging promos they have on that station. Yum, 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 yum. It's just a real quick stuff. It's a transistor to go from fast songs to slower songs. <laughs> and they also what, have a podcast? There's also a podcasting one where they go more in the depth about what they're thinking and yum, how they yum, can yum, yum. get away with <laughs> what it is they want to do. Radio War. It starts now. Yum, 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 yum. Obviously, Dubs is on their side. How? Yum, 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 yum. yum, Just because I do voice work for someone doesn't mean that I agree with them. I'll fight the good fight. Just because you uh, may find records of me donating money. All right, so you have some of this? Pull up the live stream when we get bra- back. I want to uh, hear what songs are for pedophiles. Okay. Here's the transition again. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs. Did you, did you find the pedophile uh, radio station? Yeah, let me read you the, uh, the, the... There's a little bar up top of it that says the save, station. Save it for two seconds. All right, okay. Two seconds. I do want to say, I was listening to the badass promo that Lester Big Hands put together for the 666 party mm-hmm. at uh, Mako's. We have our 5th edition t-shirts. These are maybe the coolest shirts that I've ever seen. Big props to Rick Everett and uh, the promotion goddess, Erica. Yeah, they did a great job in designing these ones. I I almost, I very rarely want to sell shirts. We're not going to make any money off of them. But I'm afraid there aren't going to be enough of this design out at Mako's mm-hmm. that I think people will want them bad enough that they'd pay, you know, they pay for them. I, I say we do a thing of, uh, you know, if you get in there first, you know. Right, the first however many. Yeah. Uh, boys, come over. I, I'm going to forward this to you, Bateman. I want you to put a picture of these up on the website if you could. But come over here real fast, nameless, big hands, uh, not Hefe, and look at how badass... These uh, oh, damn. these shirts are. Oh, really? 
Yeah, it's got on the back. You know, we always like to put sayings like "be somebody" or "question authority," things like that. We're going five thousand on the back this wow. round. Those are, I think, those are maybe the cool. I love our logo regardless, mm-hmm. but um, these may be one of the coolest shirts that I've ever seen. And I've like taken everything out of it. They're kind of gray and black with the like the red striping around the shoulder. I I can't really do it justice. I'm gonna forward it to you now, Tommy, and see if you can get that up on the website. But we're gonna have those to give out at the uh, live broadcast. Yeah, um, fat boy. I mean, not half a. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. My old favorite uh, um, hideout shirt was actually the one with the flag. Yeah, the flag and is a good one, too. The flag was actually probably my favorite. We'll go back to the flag again sometime in the future, but we uh, we did the flag twice in a row, and we decided to go back to the main one. Why are you bragging about your exploits? This one. Huh? Bragging about your exploits. Well, I mean, I mean you, you have a line of them. Sometimes you want a little badge. In the, oh, in the wait mix. a second. All right, I'm sorry. You said flag. I didn't mean it, though. Oh, <laughs> I did. Just, I did mean it how that, you... Uh, how you uh, Speech impediment. Mm-hmm. All right, here in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1, I would like to now share with you. We saw, I, again, kind of recapping you, we saw a story where pedophiles are to launch their own political party. And I said, Chunks, hey, book the guy. So he does a Google thing, trying to find information. He, he stumbles across a pedophilia podcast for a radio show, which we'll play for you after 10 just to be safe. And. Then, right now, though, it is a internet radio station dedicated or also on your, for, uh, I guess, the pedophilia music? Yeah, it's all uh, music that, I guess, pedophiles are into, uh, for pedophiles, by pedophiles. Uh, the, the line across the top says, Your Boy Love Pride Station. Wow, that's like the headline on the top of whenever you open it up in Windows or whatever? Yeah. Hmm. Ironically enough, their morning show is called The Morning After, too. Oh. So. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. So, I like, what are they playing now? Can we bring them up? Yeah, we can bring it up right now. Uh, I guess we have an open for this, too, a little cut-in. Oh, okay. We, we, we interrupt this hideout broadcast to bring you quality music from this Kid Touch radio station. I need a little cool rain. <laughs> During the commercial break, no joke, they're playing Michael Jackson. <laughs> what is this? I bring it down because I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's if it curses or anything. <laughs> so far, they've been mostly clean. Yeah, they've been very. What now? What uh, like what is it that they're usually playing? Like, like what songs have you heard on it? Because like very guess, chunks has it bookmarked. <laughs> Isn't it kind of late '80s poppy? Yeah, uh, there's like Earth, Wind, and Fire. What? Nice. Let's right, Earth, Wind, and tonight. Earth, Wind, and Fire is not a uh, pedophilia like group. That is that is a group if you are a man. That is a group if you love women. Earth, Wind, and Fire is a badass group. I'm mad now that it's been co-opted by the uh, pedophiles. Yum, <laughs> yum, yum, yum. Now, Chunks, uh, after a song's over, they kind of cross over into new uh, songs. And do they have stingers and everything? They have stingers that, I guess they're trying to do their little bits, their little funny bits where they do character voices. And I think the one that what we heard was, uh, before, it was like an Elmer Fudd impression where he pretended to be like a little boy. And... Uh. 
It was just. He's like, I want. I want to hear him sing his songs. I'm gonna keep on checking out a little bit, just seeing if the song's almost over. Um, the, the, I think the most disturbing thing is the actual site because there's like what they have artistic pictures of boys, now, like with their. Now that's off. not illegal. Well, it's disturbing. You look at the show lineups. They have one show for boys by boys. I mean, oh, this God. is not. <laughs> All right, I got this. Here's one of the transitioners. Hard rock for soft little boys. Uh, okay, why is how is this music for pedophiles? This I hear this song. I think Alf. I think uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Growing Pains when they did the little sing along. Wasn't that a bite of the Tom Cruise movie though? Wow. Just a bunch of eight-year-olds uh, swinging on hardwood floors and their underwear. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, right. Maybe that's why. Yum. A boyish Tom Cruise. I, I was really disturbed here. Earth, Wind, and Fire, too. I, I was like, oh. All right. 407-916-1041. 888 Oh, boy. All right. So we'll just continuously check in. I kind of want to hear a seg. I want right, Well, we can run it through okay. the end of this song if yeah, you want to. That's what I want to do. I want to hear how they go from song to song. I'm just, I'm fascinated. Sam old fashioned Sam over the hill, as long yeah. as you aren't. How do you think they pick the songs? Just by... Just something that uh, a few pedophiles got together and said, hey, this is the playlist. I think I think the show on right now is DJ Dave's Top 40. What is it, Top 40 from 1983? <laughs> how old is this song? All right, once again, if you're just now tuning in here in the hideout, this is a pedophilia, like a yes. pedophile radio station. It's uh, an internet radio station, your boy love pride station. Yeah. You can find it on your internet. Everything's out there. On jdubshideout.com. Huh? In the podcast, which we'll get to a little later on, it gets disturbing because they try and define what boy love is. So, I can't believe this stuff is out there. I think this song's almost wrapping up. That's too bad. Do I take any guesses as to what the next song's going to be? Something fabulous. ABBA. Mr. Roboto. <laughs> Hungry Like a Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know Duran Duran is in a, play, a playlist somewhere. Thank you for joining me tonight. I'm Jeffrey Hold. Uh, Jeffrey Gold. Rather, your host for the book nook this evening. I apologize. I'm running just. Oh no! What happened? It's buffering. The god of a bitch. We got the live DJ on the air for this. This pedophilia. It's buffering. You get it up real quick. Close it down. Bring it back up. Hurry! We can't miss him sagging. We can't miss him talking. He's, he may read a liner for some sort of event that's going on this weekend. All right. What? How did it go back in time? I don't know. Well, we might catch it all now. Yes. Wormhole? <laughs> we got caught in a pedophile paradox. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You got another thing coming? Judas Priest? Is that on the top? Is that coming up next? This is crazy. Pretty young things. It's worth sitting through it. 
if we can hear the guy talk. All right. No, it's still got a little bit. But he cut it off pretty abruptly. I think it's right up here. Do you think we can... Can we call in and request things? I think there's a number. Could we get him on the phone and see if he wants to talk to us? Can we request a platform? Say the clash? No, the clap. I gotta say, he's got a stellar voice. Listen to the pod. Thank you for joining me tonight. I'm Jeffrey Hold. Uh, Jeffrey Gold. How do you get your name Rather, wrong? Your host for the book Nook this evening. I apologize. I'm running just a little bit late. Um, we had some technical difficulties, and we are first part of the story. It's called Out of the Everywhere. James Tiptree Jr. was actually a woman by the name of Alice B. Sheldon. She kept her secret so well from her fellow authors in the science fiction community what are you that talking about? it was not well known I, that she was a woman. This is, this is a pedophilia radio station. She had become on the internet. Babel. And the science fiction community had awarded her several awards. Dead air, bro. And Come on. seem to be having some more technical difficulty. Uh, is this from the mixtapes? <laughs> is this is this C-Lane and Matt Irvin? It will resolve itself at least enough so that we can continue this evening. Is that kid crying in the background? Alice B. Sheldon suffers all right. from mental illness. Right, let's, let's continue to monitor it, all right? We'll see right. what exactly goes on. Maybe we can roll tape on it or something. Oh, that bitch is buffering again. And maybe I we... hate these computers. Maybe the technical difficulties running into. Right. Yeah. I will take a break. Come back. We'll do. We got that. We got podcasts. We got so much other stuff to get to. <laughs> we only have an hour forty to do it. Stick around. It's a hideout. Road Radio one hundred four point one. We complain about men. It's funny because you know they say the number one complaint is men don't listen. Say we have a low attention span. You have to repeat everything three times just to get through our head. Right. How do you like your shirt? Huh? Say, I like your shirt. What? I like your shirt. I'm a shirt. Thanks a lot. That's why whenever you buy a strip club, the sign always says, girls, girls, girls. Dude, dude, dude. Sex is totally different. It's totally different after you have kids, right? And talking in bed is different, too, because the other day I heard myself say, good boy. <laughs> then we got done, and I'm like, yay. I hate helping people move. It sucks. The only cool thing about helping someone move is you can, um, well, you can steal stuff. <laughs> you see, like, an old album you've always wanted, maybe a stock certificate or a, a baby. <laughs> I don't know what happened to your Toyota Camry, man. Did you check all the boxes? <laughs> From Last Comic Standing last night, a little montage here in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Uh, Dubs, that, uh, that I think is going to be my summer show. Yeah? You into it? I watched it last night. I want to play a couple clips from it. Here's why I like Last Comic Standing as opposed to something stupid like American Idol. These people actually have talent. And these are, most, for the most part, the good ones at least, have been working their craft for a long time. You know what I mean? And it's and they've they get, gone through like the the uh, small clubs and you know tr- try to get on these open mics. And maybe I have a little bit more respect for comedians and what it is that they can do. 
But, I mean, uh, all right, we played this one to open the show, Dubs, track two. This guy's name's Chris Porter. I think he's going to be a star, just off of this bit alone. Think... Ladies, you can do whatever you want to at this planet. You want to lower gas prices? That's up to you. You just got to start having sex with guys who ride the bus. See, nobody rides the bus right now, right? Right. Why is that? Because nobody will have sex with a bus rider. That's why. Can't get laid riding the bus. Can't even get laid in a car that gets good gas mileage. No one's having sex with a guy in a Cavalier. Girls like SUVs, Hummers, Escalades. Girls that start having sex with guys who ride the bus, we'd all start riding the bus. And if we're all riding the bus, we're all riding in one car. And if we're all riding in one car, we're using less gas. By the laws of supply and demand, if we're using less, the price goes down. So ladies, next time you're at the pump paying $2 a gallon, remember, it's your fault. Here's a, here's a brilliant thing. Here's, here's the brilliant thing about that. The guy's right. I mean, if chicks were banging dudes who rode buses, mm -hmm. you could not pay guys to not pay the, to not get on the bus. Yeah, we would be all over it if you knew there was a chance to get laid getting on a bus. All things we do is to get laid, and if uh, that means riding a bus, we'll do it. Now that guy, I believe they found him in Arizona. They were in, I think they started like in L.A., Arizona. They came down to Miami, New York, mm -hmm. Chicago. Austin, Texas. So they had a couple of places. This next guy uh, was out of New York. And I see the way Lost Comic Standing is set up is they bring you in initially and you audition just for the two guys, all right, and just the room alone, which I could only imagine is very tough. When you you know, when you do a set, you really want to, you know, have the energy of the crowd and things like that. It's just two dudes. One guy looks remarkably like uh, Ryan Seacrest, mm -hmm. and the other one's just a fat, angry guy. So these are the two guys you're playing to. This guy was in New York. This comic, come on. Say your name, where you're from, and then let's get into this mess. Uh, check it out. Check it out. Check. Okay, tonight when it's a live audience, that will be much funnier. Um, check it out. It was rough living in the Bronx, man. I used to belong to a gang. A gang, baby. <laughs> we were called the Warlords. Warlords. Across the street was a Jewish gang, the landlords. <laughs> now, I'm not just an actor and a comedian. I'm also the real Slim Shady. Check it out. Check it out. Look at the white people. What the hell is that? A Cuban leprechaun. Check Come it on, out. Check tonight. it out. Check it out. Check it out. Okay, check it out. We'd like to see you tonight. Okay, I'll be back. Now, I don't know why they invited... Because if you get past there, they then bring you back that night to perform in front of the crowd. <laughs> This guy walked in with a cape and a boombox, and he's like a 50, 60-year-old Latin guy. But I, I just loved him for the check it out. Like, yeah, check it out. I like anybody who will run with their gimmick, you know, and not really uh, veer away from it at all. Ryan in the 407. What's up, Ryan? Hey, what's going on, man? Go ahead, dude. Hey, I was gonna. I'm gonna call it now. Chris Porter is uh, definitely gonna win the entire thing. I think he's I, gonna be right up there. Well, I saw him, David Tell was here uh, last year, and Chris Porter opened up for him at uh, the Improv here in Orlando. Oh! And, and uh, he was funny as balls, man. I'll tell you what, he had me rolling. All right, well then, I guess, you know, that's going to be one of the big things. Oh, one thing I forgot, and thank you, Ryan. Skippy from Family Ties <laughs> was in the first one, the L.A. one. Didn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut. I'm trying to remember his name without looking it up. I know it's Mark something. Damn it! 
Uh, all right. I hate you for even knowing Mark. Did you ever see him in uh, his horror movie Trick or Treat? No. With Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne. All right, Dub's the next guy on last comment. Oh, just gloss over that little fact, why don't you? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm just trying to ignore. Uh, The the next last comic standing clip, this guy's name is Josh Blue. This is him performing just for the two guys. He has cerebral palsy. My name is Josh Blue. I'm I'm 27 years old. I live with cerebral palsy. I know that I'm funny with or without my disability, so I'm excited to prove to them why I'm here. Uh, I did just recently break up with a girlfriend. Thank you uh, for your support. Um, So now I'm back in the dating scene, uh, which can be kind of a tricky place for me. Because if I'm in a bar or something, I meet a girl, and I want to give her my phone number, first thing I have to do is find a big old stack of paper. Okay, uh, seven, next sheet of paper, two, (laughs) 13 freaking sheets there. I'm like, here you go, baby. Don't mix them up. I want to get a staple or something. Now, Josh, I think you're interesting. I think you're funny. I like how he kind of made fun of himself and has a good personality and, you know. Yeah. See him tonight, right? Yeah, I'd love to see him tonight. Okay, we'll see you tonight. See you tonight. Congratulations. Right. Wow. Yeah. I thought they were overly nice to the kid because, I, of, I, because of the CP. You know, you have to throw him a bone there and let him go on to the next round. Oh, he's, 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 he's probably He's probably funny to watch and everything and oh, good he, for the show. Here's what kind of sucks is that his... And it feel, and again, he probably is the kind of guy that doesn't want you to feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. But like his right arm just sticks back. Have you ever seen Storytelling? No. The opening scene is a guy with CP banging a chick. Now I must rent it. No, you wouldn't like that movie because the other banging scene in it. Yeah. Guy gets high in mushrooms and gets little oral treats from his teen friend. Whoa, whoa. No, no, no. I'm talking about the get up against the wall. Oh, God. The N-word part? Yes. Yeah. The good part? <laughs> <laughs> Lewis in the 352, you're in the hideout. Sexy. Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, brother. Hey, did you just play Chunks when he's in the... In a bar, you pick up a girl. Actually, that was uh, from the second Fat Man Diary ever. That's what that was, Lewis. Good call. <laughs> All right, here is his live performance, Dubs. This is, again, Josh Blue from Last Comic Standing last night. This is him that night in front of the crowd. Hey, what's up? How you guys doing? Right. Very convincing. Thank you. <laughs> That's right, folks. I was hoping you would laugh good and hard tonight because this is my make-a-wish. I was just thinking though If I had another make-a-wish I might do things a little differently Wish for your legs It would be you, (laughs) ma'am I have an awesome mom My mom is a great person Uh, She's the only person in the world Who can tell when I'm drunk Funny. He's funny. Yeah, I think he's good. She's like, Josh, are you walking straighter? <laughs> I heard you come home, put the key right in the door. <laughs> and you're naked. All right, so he could have done without the follow-up, but hey. Well, that was just the clip. So um, I think the kid did well, man, and he moved on. Good. I think that was funny stuff. He it, Now, I will say this. Um... Dubs, there's a chick in Chicago you will love. Mm-hmm. She is gorgeous, and she is a... Chuck jock. Her joke was, because they didn't know whether or not she'd make it to that night, they are like, I don't know if you're ready to come back tonight, and she's like, let me tell you one more joke. 
And they're like, okay, fine. And so her, and this beautiful blonde chick, she goes, um, my boyfriend beat me up today. I had to go to the ER and uh, yeah, I'm dating a black guy. And she goes, but it's my fault. It's my fault. I don't know their secret handshakes. And it's incredibly wrong. Mm-hmm. Chuck Jock. But it won them over, and she moved not only to perform that night, but she ended up moving on. She's definitely a shock jock. Mark Skippy Price here in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> How uh, y'all doing tonight? So, Tom, Tom you, you just literally... Skippy from Philly <laughs> And what's your real name? Mark uh, Price. Thanks. Hey, did you see my movie? Trick or treat. Oh. Right, hey, let me do, do a little joke for you before okay. I go. Okay. This this one should have got me on. Uh, I went with Mallory from Family Ties to the amusement park, and uh, we rode the zipper. You know why they call it the zipper? Why? Because that's all you can see when you get off is your zipper. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> all right, Dubs, I'm going to take a break and come back. I think Skippy's a hack. I'll take a break and come back. Yeah, I thought he was hilarious. He should have moved on. Dubs, I want to play for you your what's going to be your favorite. I wonder if uh, Nick will call in from Family Ties. God, I hope not. <laughs> hey, yo, Mallory. <laughs> they uh basically playing Barbarino from What's Happening. Or not What's Happening. Welcome back, Carter. Mm-hmm. The next chick that I'll play for you after the break um, from Last Comic Standing. I To watch, I would watch the show alone for the CP guy. And this next girl is, I think, maybe a midget. She... Probably not technically, but she's probably no bigger than 4'10". Nice. The most incredible lisp speech impediment you have ever <laughs> heard. It is unreal. That's next in the Hideout on Row Radio 104.1. So Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. All right, Dubs, let's, um, let's get back to the last comic standing real fast. It's, I think it's going to be my summer show, since there's no To Catch a Predator. And plus, now that we have an entire radio station, apparently, that we can always check in on that side of uh, the world. This chick, uh, I, there's not really much said other than she's tiny and she has a lisp. This is her, I think, auditioning. This first one, Dubs, track mm-hmm. um, I got it. six. Nikki Payne. This is her auditioning for just the two guys alone. Oh my god, is it intimidating to be in a room with all these comics? Yeah. I was like looking around and so many people I had seen on TV or in movies, and they were all like familiar faces. And I was like scared and nervous, but that's the exciting part of stand-up comedy is being scared and nervous. She looks like a little troll. I'm not she lying to you. She sounds like it. She sounds like it should be telling her a riddle to cross a bridge. I'm not lying to you, dude. This chick is disturbing. Here's her performance. She Is her name Stations? <laughs> now, she didn't... That wasn't her performance for the mm-hmm. two guys. Uh, I was obviously wrong. But she didn't get invited back to to perform for the crowd. Here's her, I guess... It's not the whole full two minutes, but here's her set for the crowd that night. So I have a list... <laughs> speech therapy for it. So every day a speech therapist would take me out of class and she'd get me to say words over and over and over again until I said them right, right? Only she'd get me to say words like wagon, 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 
about her speech impediment. Well, you go with what you know right up front, and then you try to get deeper. All right, Dubs, and here's the next clip. We can only bring one more person with us, but uh, this person really impressed us. Mark's We're going to give the final slot Come on. to Price. Nikki Payne. Damn. She moved on. I totally freaked out when they called my name. Yeah, I pretty much didn't stop screaming until I went home. I was just... <laughs> So, yeah, I'm a little bit excited. Run home. Run home, tell your husband Brian Peppers of your great accomplishment. You know what's sad? Mm hmm. She was in the first crew that beat Skippy. That dumb bitch. I don't, they, they were showing, like, him and her, like, who's it going to be, him or a couple other people, and it's her. And you could just see Skippy be like, oh, you know what? Life's over. <laughs> now, Matt, Matt was yelling at uh, Tommy during the break to shut the hell up over his family ties knowledge. Why? Why? It's totally worthless. It's I don't want to hear about Bosnell. I don't know who Bosnell is. Brian Bosnell. Who is Brian Bosnell? He played the little blonde-haired little brother on the show. And apparently he was in a movie called My Demon Lover, no, and he played Kaz. That's Scott Valentine. Oh, shut up. Mallory's shut up. Longtime boyfriend slash, I think they ended up getting married on the show. I don't know what that knowledge comes from I want to or why it's there. Down. My demon lover, every time he tried to have sex, he would turn into a demon. It was a very hilarious PG-13 comedy around 88-89 area. Do you know how useless that is? No one wants to know that. No one should know that. I bet Scott Valentine's wife wants to know that. <laughs> and Brian Bonzel, wherever he is <laughs> no, nowadays. No, shut up. My goodness. Uh, Tell no. us something else we don't know about family ties. <laughs> um, uh, Come on, yeah. Almanac. I hate you. Uh, Michael Gross, who played the uh, dad, Stephen, he uh, he was in a movie with uh, uh, David Hasselhoff. What movie? I can't what remember. What was the movie about? I, I know they were in a movie together. One played an evil guy. I saw a man severed his own penis <laughs> to prove his faithfulness. Was it Brian Bunzel? I hate you. <laughs> Jesus, what the hell's going on back there? Um, this actually, I'm glad to cut you off, but it is a true story. Ouch. <laughs> cut it out. Quit it. A man apparently severed his penis in an attempt to convince his wife... Well, known fact about that show. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Everyone knows now that Bob Saget used to work blue, and somehow he got that show. He was actually on a, a show called It's Your Move as Bob the Comedian. And it's your move start in an attempt to convince his wife that he was faithful to her. Start who? Jason Bateman. A young, a young Jason Bateman. And, uh, no one wants to know! Uh, I think the guy's name, he played Steve on the Married with Children the first season. Uh, I can't forget his first name. Something Garrison, who later went to How play. How do you know that? How to, do you know it? Even they can pull Garrison out of your, uh, your hat of tricks. And he, he quit. The reason he quit um, Married with Children was because he went on tour with Frank, Frank Sinatra as part of his backup band. Right, playing right, piano. It's the Hideout, <laughs> Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Wrapping up Hour 3 in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 4.1 on this Wednesday, last day of May. 
1041 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Do not forget Tuesday six 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 hideout live broadcast at our friends Makos where anything goes Makos the hideout at Makos live broadcast six six six. There is no other place you will want to be. I guarantee it will be one of the parties of the year. Uh, Dubs, we're gonna we're gonna get to that pedophile podcast from mm-hmm. the radio show here after ten. Do you want to check in real quick on what's going on in the live stream? Just okay, real yeah. fast. Yeah, go ahead. Interests and abilities. I thought and we had a little open for. Oh yeah, let me uh, hit that real quick. The boys worked hard on that. We, we, we interrupt this hideout broadcast to bring you quality music from this kid touches radio station. And the right school was duly found, even though it entailed twice daily use. Is he of still talking? Television. He hasn't stopped talking yet since that. After a year since, or so, uh, Robbie, the old-time rock and roll, forty-five minutes. His daughter was no you, ordinary little he's girl. He's long-winded. All right, well, we'll check in later. You have to be to keep up with the youngins. I guess so. All right, Dubs. A couple of things I wanted to touch on really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, Not kids. No. Unlike this radio station. Yeah. Britney Spears kicked out K-Fed. Wow. Heightening the divorce rumors, K-Fed spent three out of the last four nights holed up uh, in a flat with his buddies in Sherman Oaks, California. I tell you, this guy's a genius. While Britney's at home in Malibu. He tricked, he tricked this dummy into not signing a prenup, and now he's going to get half the money and have to deal with the kids. Told you, Dirt Stash. Dirt Stash can talk a chick out of wearing a condom, mm-hmm. out of having him uh, wear a condom. He can obviously talk her out of a prenup. Now, I just real fast, do you have any guess as to how old Britney Spears is? 24? Yep. I hadn't a clue she was only 24. I thought she was a year younger than me. She has lived, I would, it almost feels like Britney should be like 37. Really? With the life that she's lived already? She, her eyes look like she's about 37 those big bags underneath them two marriages those are her breasts now the second kid <laughs> a whole career getting ready to start her second career mm-hmm. it almost seems like she should be madonna like madonna age well since that she's really gone downhill since that kiss with madonna she hasn't done anything worthwhile since then i don't know i really like toxic wasn't that at, toxic came out before that i don't think so I don't know. It's not uh, any maybe, family tie, so I'm not really quite sure when it came out. Maybe it was released, like uh, the single was released afterwards, but I think the, uh, the definitely the album came out before the kiss. So anyway, I found that interesting. Britney's gotten uglier and Christina Aguilera's gotten hotter. Uh, well, you know that she, Christina is going to be the hotter of the two. I've always thought so. Even during her uh, piggy times, I, th- I still found her cute. Right. It's funny how chicks who date dirt stashes, no matter how many times their friends tell them, hey, he's a creep, he's a... Weirdo, you don't know him. He's, he's bad for you. You don't know him like I do. They're always he's ha- so sweet. They always have to learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. And I love how girls always think they can change guys. We don't change. I'm going to get this dirt stash, and I'm going to turn him into somebody. A corporate stash. If you want proof, look at Sawyer on Lost. He'll get a good sales job and be somebody. He'll, he'll leave his bike in front of the 7-Eleven where he used mm-hmm. to hang out. And smoke cigarettes with his friends, and he go get a nice sales job. Cools. That's not what Dirt Stash does. I'm sorry, ladies. Here we have a radio DJ dubs fired. Over. Wearing a sexy outfit. On the radio. 
shock jock. That's not shock jocking. You should be able to come in here naked. 20, I should be able to do this show with only a shirt on. 25-year-old DJ Lady Ray. Shock jock. My boss told me that my skirts were too short and my tops were too low. Shock jock. Mo. I don't understand. It's not like any of the listeners can see my breasts. They don't speak into the microphone. Shock jock. Mo. That's what I'm thinking of the program. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I do. I, it's too bad Napier isn't here tonight. Have him be that sexy little thing. I'm thinking 666 live broadcast. That's his uh, costume for Halloween in June? Yeah. we got to figure out how exactly we want to position this. I know we're going to do the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. Do we want to do a con- co- costume contest? Yeah, we, we got we got precious little time to gather some stuff around here to uh, make this happen. Do we want to also make it our anniversary show? I say that's a, that's a given. You know, what else do we want to throw in there? Some other stuff real fast as well, J-Dubs. Paris Hilton, going to have a new album. It is going to be a mix of reggae, pop, and hip-hop. She's also going to do a cover of the Rod Stewart song, Do You Think I'm Sexy? (laughs) Now, I'll say this about Paris. I like her other song. Chunks, do we have that other song, that other Paris Hilton song? I'm pretty sure we have it. And I know you guys bashed it when we first played it, but I think it's a pretty decent song. The Paris Hilton tune. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. There it is. I'm actually digging it. Dubs, like you... I don't think it's anything great. Digging it just to jump in when you hear it? Mm-mm. Like, I could party to this one out at Club Paris. You don't think this is a good tune? It doesn't do anything for me. It's one of those guilty pleasure songs for me. Throw it in the iPod. Dubs, you add actually the like the songs that are gonna be on the album. Um, yeah, let me uh, let me find my list of them. I know you you actually uh, found this online. The new Paris Hilton album. That's gonna be apparently she even wrote some of the lyrics to the songs. Oh, good. Harold in the 407 here in the hideout. What's up, Harold? Hey, man. I just wanted to call up and let everybody know I'm about to be a father tonight. Are you uh, you uh, giving birth? No, my uh, my wife is in labor. How? Uh, and so you decided to call a radio show? Heck yeah. <laughs> you, what, you want us to play Freebird for you? What are you going to... Ne- now, can you, is there any way you can have her hold off and give birth next Tuesday? No. 666? <laughs> Now, uh, how many children is this going to be for you, Harold? This will be my first. What are you going to name it? I'd like to suggest something. Boy or girl? Paris. Boy. Paris. I think Paris is the perfect name for it. I think still and uh, middle name born. <laughs> I think that's what you name it. <laughs> what, is, what is she? Uh, is she in labor right now? Um, right, not right now. Um, her water just broke. Are you driving? Or are you with her? I mean, you guys at the hospital or what? We're at the hospital. And so you've been on hold for 20 minutes to call us and tell us? Heck yeah, I listen to y'all all the time. Well, you know what, Harold? Congratulations, buddy. I'm happy you're having... I'm going to put you on hold and give you a prize. It's a little uh, present from the hideout. You're a newborn gift, all right? All right. All right, hold on, Harold. Hey, get that, get that kid something. Matt, pick up the phone and give him a prize. He's got a baby to get to. Don't leave him on hold any longer. Yeah, let's make him a winner because obviously... <laughs> 
Born into a family of losers. <laughs> Come on! All right, Dubs, we'll take a break. We'll come back. You want to come back with the Pedophilia Podcast? Oh, that's what we were listening to. <laughs> it's the Hideout World Radio 104.1. The start of Hour 4 on Wednesday night here yeah. in the Hideout World Radio 104.1. Let's go Pistons. How are they doing over there? Up by 8. Nice. Here's the thing. I really want the Heat to win. You just want it to extend. I need this series to extend because... I, I don't see the Pistons being able to pull off three in a row anyway. They had the best record in the league this year. I think if anybody could do it, it's them. The problem is going to Miami and winning. The problem is they aren't getting along right now. Yeah, they're kind of coming apart at the seams. Mm-hmm. That is true. And my Mavericks just laid an egg last night. But you know what? It's the first time in the playoffs that they have. I'll tell you why. Because you didn't get violated this week. You're right. You need to uh, insert this. Insert this! Yeah. As far as... This, Matt holding up two fingers. <laughs> as far as... Uh, did I tell you what's going on with me and my colonoscopy? No. Right, so originally I got the... Rectal exam. With the digit check mm-hmm. and also to like, some sort of a instrument, which I just felt violated with. Well, I got to get the colonoscopy. And that, well, they got finish that by saying they uh, you're a Mavericks won ga- game seven that night after that's that. That's right against the Spurs, and I said I'd take it every day then. Yeah, if the Mavericks won the championship. <laughs> so I got to get this colonoscopy. Well, there's a mix up with my insurance, mm. and they want me to pay six hundred dollars up front to get a colonoscopy. No, exactly. I'd rather not do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So now I got to jump through all these hoops. To For get... them to jump through yours. Yes! <laughs> Correctamundo! So anyway, uh, I just wanted to share that one with you real fast. A little update on my health. And things still aren't going very well, to be honest with you. Oh, and anyway, I had to take my chick to the ER this afternoon. Yeah. Just an incredibly bad migraine. Like she's tends to have migraines, but this one was like, scale of 1 to 10, a 12. Throwing up diarrhea everywhere. Hot. <laughs> Her crying, just bent over crying. I'm thinking, yeah, I've done that before. That's Wait, right. you've done that before or you've been there before? Yeah, it was after the exam. Yeah, the smile on your... Matt's face when you said crying. I know. Oh, trust me, I know. I saw him keep coming down to see what's going on. <laughs> he no, half... he came down for more material. His mind ran out. I Damn know. It. He's got a half mess over there right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, did I tell you you look ugly today? (laughs) Watching the tears flow. So there's a little, uh... Why don't you spin around a lot? That'll help your headache. Oh, cry. (laughs) Thank you, Matt. You're welcome. Speaking of wanting to cry, we stopped it earlier Mm -hmm. yesterday because we wanted Sealand to be here. Uh, Just a little quick air check for the mixtapes. Oh, God. It's not quick. It, it gets it's long and, and painful. On. Mad Matt Mateo, Matt Irvin, I guess sitting in the big chair, <laughs> yep, hosting the mixtapes. To be quite honest, it's pointless to have him here if you can run the board. Yeah. Right. There's no reason for him to be here. So, anyway, so I guess he starts interviewing C-Lane. <sighs> yeah. 
right, I'm going to see how much of this I can get through. Not very much. All right, try it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hideout Mixtapes. I am Matthew Irvin. Mad Matt Mateo, if you want to be uh, special about it. What? I'm, uh, I want to be special about it. I'm babysitting oh, C. God. Lane and uh, Milton Jack Napier in there. Uh, I love the duties on this lovely Monday Memorial I pause Day. It. What are uh, du- you, what? I don't know what's going on. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand where he's going. C. Lane, you care to explain what this is supposed to be? That was 20 seconds. How much more is there? Two minutes. Oh, that's oh, funny. God. It's horrible. <laughs> well, why did you guys keep going? Uh, that was kind of Matt's idea to have a little... Weren't you running the board? Little, yes. You could have hit this segment at any time and said, hey, we're going to end everybody's pain. So what segment did people not listen to uh, that you guys introed? Because I would have already changed the channel five seconds in. That was uh, Chunk's college tapes. Yeah. Oh, come on. That's good stuff, too. All right, well, Einsteinium. Who Einstein. I'm so smart. All right, let's hear more of... The uh, <laughs> the trilogy of boring matter and C Lane and Napier. We love duty. All right. I want, you know what? I got to ask you something, C Lane. Yeah. We all know you do the uh, sing bitch on the Shannon Burke show. What on, uh, you do? Was it Wednesdays? Yeah. Since when? That was me. When hmm. did that start? Oh, uh, like uh, is, no, about a year old. Oh wow. Rather new. Crazy. Shame on me. Gosh. Oh, it's Wednesdays. Napier uh, was getting so pissed when he was calling him Milton. Oh, really? All right, let's continue with this. Why are you an intern? I don't know. I have to uh, I have to do uh, an internship as my requirements for college, so I figured I'd do something where I'd have fun. Yeah, well, so... Okay, so your... hold on a second. Here's what this reminds me of. It's 40 seconds. Uh, this is that bit on Saturday Night Live where they're trying to be as boring as possible with the NPR. Yes. With National Public Radio. <clears throat> yes. Yes, Dubs? Dubs is now laying down. I'm hiding underneath the council. I don't want to be a part of this. Dubs has a migraine. You had to take him to the hospital. Mm-hmm. All we need now is the vomiting, tears, and diarrhea. Halfway there? That's, by the way, their radio names. C. Lane, <laughs> Matt Irvin, and Napier. Vomiting, tears, and diarrhea on your radio. It'll be vomiting, tears, and diarrhea in the midday. Shut up, Like, What do you want to be doing? No, he's overall. not vomiting. He's tears. <laughs> Get it right. Radio. Uh... Do you have I, a goal, or are you just kind of free-winging it? I haven't even oh, decided on radio yet, although uh, I do like it here. But uh, originally, I was in school for broadcasting in the TV Fascinating. section. What school? Well, Shut I'm, your mouth! Uh, you did the community college thing? Yes. I did the community college thing, and i got to tell you something. Who cares? Uh, if anybody ever tells you the, that it's the easier way to... Uh, kind of had to wrap it up face on by about now. I was like, are you, are you seriously going on? Well, good thing there's long? another minute 15 left. Uh, I don't think I can make it. Let's try. To go and uh, hold on a second. I feel there needs to be a punishment. I I don't know. The only feeling I have is a pain in my anus. I gotta dump that. Why? Is that for ten? Yeah, but still, it's a little too much. From the radio rape. (laughs) That's exactly. I was saying before that I feel there needs to be a punishment. Although the audience was punished. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's now time for vomit, tears, and diarrhea to pay up. I'm thinking wrath. I'm thinking wrath at the live broadcast. 666. Uh, Makos. All right. Wrath for everybody else. Uh, Jack Napier gets bath. (laughs) (laughs) Because he stinks? Yeah. 
Well, Napier shouldn't get punished for this segment. He should get punished for his own segment, which we also have. If you can Here's listen to that now. tomorrow. Hold on. Here's the thing. Here's what's odd about this. It's I almost don't blame Napier because he's the he's the retard of the group. Like you know, you always go along and you get a slow kid who's in your group. And you, yeah, and you make him steal the uh, the pixie sticks because you know if you're gonna get in trouble, if the guy at the gas station catches you, you could always say, "Oh, he's retarded. He didn't know he had to pay for him. He hasn't learned that in school yet, even though he's 20." You know, and you can get away with it. So I really don't even blame Hold the retard. judgment until you listen to his. Matt. Mad Matthew Irvin, whatever his name is now. That's how he refers to himself on air. And C Lane, I want to hold a little bit more accountable. You guys are above this. You really are. Well, maybe they turn it around in the next minute, 13 seconds. <laughs> nope. Uh, let's hear it. Boys, for you, uh, they're lying. Hated every minute of it. Aww. I hated every minute of community college. Where did you go to community college? SEC. Okay, hold on. So, I so now ev- we're giving the education portion of the resume. Mm-hmm. And next we'll be talking about what it's like to wait tables and go from there. Yes, uh, Matt Albert. Can we replace the rest of the tape with family ties trivia? <laughs> That's less painful for you? Yeah. <laughs> sucks. Wow. I have, a, I have another tape of uh, suck stuff, too, that we want to get into a little bit later. Is that the pedophilia stuff? No. Oh, Rosenberg. Yeah. Oh, God. I Speaking had the same tape. Awful radio. Okay. Go ahead. Continue. Every single minute of it. Sweet. Yeah. So we're back into the hideout mixtapes here. All right, hold on. Uh, more of- Please tell me all that was off the air, and then nope. after the sweet, <laughs> nope. you come back from break. All on air. Sweet. You're kidding, right? It was like that whole conversation should have been done during the commercials. It was only a minute 20. During the commercials. And then, oh, wait, we got to go back on the end. We're going to announce the segment. Sweet. <laughs> All right, so hideout mixtapes. No, it was more like... <sighs> sweet. Yeah, that was my wrap it up, sweet. Can you... Can you there's no shut wrap up. it up with you. Can you. Shut up, Matt. Can you rewind it a little bit? Or is that not possible on that one? I would second like string. Little, little second string. Little B squad. Stay tuned, everybody. On radio, yeah. Hmm? This one's weird. It's it's sometimes it'll let me rewind. And oh, then don't worry about it. it. Well, I can kind of do it. Yeah. Right. So we're back into the hacked. Right, I, <laughs> I hated every single minute of it. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so we're back into the hideout mixtapes here. Oh. Uh, more of Chunk's college audition tapes. And uh, I thought it'd be a nice segue for us to talk about our college. No. Yes. Uh, that was a terrible segue for that. Radio thinking, Mad Matt. You like that? I like it. It's uh, it's me. I don't. Uh, a better broadcaster. <laughs> no. no. We all have other jobs to do here at Real Radio, so we all come together here in the hideout. And on, suck. Uh, <laughs> <this lovely Monday. laughs> little, little second string. Little, little second string. Little B-squad. Stay tuned, everybody out there. We've got more... Um, Wrong. You boys. Stuff to give away later. I still have to figure out how we're going to do that. 407 Hold on. Hold on. Pause You boys are the cripples... <laughs> that have braces on your knees, that want to be around the basketball team, <laughs> so you're allowed to sit on the end of the bench. and You're keep, stat boys. Yeah. Keep, Injured list. Oh, no, they're not quite smart enough to keep stats. They, how, about, how about they just hit the arrow to see who uh, whose possession it is? That's way too important, especially toward the end of a game. Mm. <laughs> Son of a bitch. If Coach Benford, Where do they belong? <laughs> if Coach Benford needs another Diet Coke, then he sends them off to the cafeteria to get one. Is that just the Ten of Us reference? Actually, no, it was my Damn it. middle school coach. 
on toll-free 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless. Please call up and just bug the living hell right, out of Napier over there. Uh, pause it. Oh, you only got ten more seconds. I hate when Mad Matt does that. Just call and talk to me. I'm bored. He did it last time. I'm bored. I, can we make it official we don't want him doing mistakes anymore? <laughs> then what's he left to do? I, he already had trouble uh, putting... Uh, Live broadcast for the Berkshire, right? Didn't mm-hmm. he ruin that? Which apparently I just found out. I had no idea. C-Lane, the sing bitch. Who knew? <laughs> you really didn't know? <laughs> You're an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> of course not. Of course I knew what you. What a moron. <laughs> fat bastard. All right, finish it. hell at a Jack Napier over there. He's been here since 5 o'clock, sweating in the office, because if anybody's listened before, they know here at the Clear Channel Compound, they shut off the A.C. on weekends and holidays, so it's a nice, balmy 98 degrees in there. Nice little sauna. All right, so yeah, now there's so, a uh, weather update him. in the studio. A studio weather update. Oh, you're still listening. I, I've i tuned out my I head. Just want to finish. I'm listening like to Rumba now. Five more seconds. Little sauna. Yeah, so uh, please call him and nag him. So let's get back into the hideout mixtapes here on Thank Real you. Radio 104.1. Thank you. Now, here's the thing. Oh, my, my, my. I like to have people ho- from now on big hands host the mixtapes. Let's bring back Sideshow. Yeah, we should, just, <laughs> we should just bring in Heretics. Hey. <laughs> I like for people to host the mixtapes to get some practice being on the air. Okay? Not to tell stories about themselves because, mm. uh, sorry, man, Matt, no <laughs> one cares about you. Not yet. You will be a good, fine broadcaster at one point in your life. But right now, no one gives a damn. They want you to speak quickly with music underneath you and hype up the segment that's about to start. Have some energy with it. If you want to host a game, that's fine. You want to bring a little material, but I don't care about your personal life. And this drives me nutty because it doesn't even sound like the kid cares. So I could uh, hear where C-Lane was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So you won't be completely sweet destroyed. Thank you. As far as the wrath goes. But there is a punishment. You will be punished at the right. 666 live broadcast. Okay. I can just tell you, you're going to hate the Napier one. Uh, we'll wait till that weirdo's in tomorrow. I you, you probably to would, it. You'd probably rather have be raped literally than listen to that. I like that kid, though. He's on my team. Well, here's what I'm thinking. He says a few things in there that I know is going to change your mind. Oh, what? Like, it's nothing awful. Just a few things where I'm like, oh, he shouldn't have said that. He shouldn't have said that. All right, play it. About who's it about? It's just about him. It's just sort of the way he says certain things. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have to save that for tomorrow at this time when he's here. Here's what I'm thinking for our boy Sea Lane because he's a big baby. I'm thinking baby in a dipe dipe on the swing. Nice. Ask me. <laughs> I think baby on a dipe dipe on the swing at Mako's for the 666 live broadcast. And if he messes himself, so be it. All right. I think he has to. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> hold on a second. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's wrath. Here's what it is. Maybe this can go under sloth. Sea lane. At the beginning of the show, is fed 20x lax, <laughs> and then he hops on in a diaper on that Mako swing. If Tiffany wants to be on it, that's even better. Yeah, good for you. 
You swing on the diaper until you go. Or you swing in the diaper until you go. That's just me. I'm down with that one. Big baby. <laughs> what do you think, Gerber? All right. That's why I love this kid. This kid's going to be a star. Kid's going to be a star. Celine already has the most potential out of all of them. Out of the trilogy. <laughs> Vomit, tears, and diarrhea. Sweet. All right, so Celine is tears. Sweet. Ma- Mad Matt is vomit. And, of course, uh, Napier is uh, Napier's diarrhea. Yeah. It smells like it. He's the squirts. <laughs> it's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hour four of the Hideout on Wednesday. It's Real Radio 104.1. Congratulations to all of you who have heard the fine broadcast thus far. Sweet. All three hours and 20 minutes. Like a nice sauna going back here. <laughs> nice, strong 40 minutes left to wrap up the show. Captain Skippy Nipwinkle, you're in the hideout. What's up? Uh... Nipwinkle. Oh, Nipwinkle, whatever. <laughs> All right, so I applied for this job, too, the internship. Uh-huh. And I understand, I look back at it, it probably wasn't the best interview, but how bad did it have to be to get not picked <laughs> over these two douches? Uh, you know what? Now, I, here's that a, here's that a, really has to be a slap in the face. I like this uh, Captain Skippy Nipwinkle. He seems I, fun. I probably should have went in with that name. I might have had a better chance. Now, who did you interview with? Because we don't ever interview the interns. It's always left to uh, Tommy and Chunks. The one we yeah, did yeah, was I, Coach. I interviewed with the two of them. Uh, do you remember this guy, Chunk, Chunks or Tommy? Do you remember Skippy McWinkle? Or? Uh, he's the one with his own replay, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah I think Chunks hated you. All right, so, uh, did he really? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Captain Skippy. Whatever. He's just, we, no. may, we may need people to get into the fall. I mean, what, no, I'll be honest with Captain Skippy. What was the issue with him? Um, I liked him, but... And Chunk sort of brought it to my attention that he, he sort of maybe was a little bit too me, 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 kind of. Not not like a bad way, but you know when you get into it, you oh, always think... it's not think a bad of, way. It, well, I mean, it just might Kinda, have been too much. It's... Seemed a lot focused around him, not necessarily like, for the show. Well, he doesn't. He, he hasn't gotten comfortable with the yeah, show yet. Yeah, he doesn't know I, the show yet. And it, if he's a character, you I mean you always need a character. He seems well, like. That's what I thought you wanted me to do was I uh, like like come up with some segments about me. I didn't realize it was for like everything. Did you send me any segments? Yeah, I sent you, I sent you like a page of like six of them. All right. Well, here's the thing. I like to give you another go around then, Captain Skippy McNipwinkle. Uh, all right, let's do it. All right, send the boys uh, and copy me in on the email, and let's see what's going on there, all right? All right, cool, man. All right, Captain, we'll talk to you. Don't copy me in, Yeah, so I don't want to read it. Dubs doesn't care. And to be honest with you, um, C-Lane, fine, but Napier beat this kid out? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with your guys' interview process. Uh, I wasn't uh, talked to about some hirings. So, anyway. <laughs> and when I was, I said, don't hire him. And then I was told it was too late. Hey, look at Putin. I'm not saying who all right, which already. intern it was. Enough. Though. Let me hear... <laughs> Napier. That is true. <laughs> Dubs and I both interviewed Hooch, and we're like, oh, whatever. We'll take her. I, I was at a town, and I came back, and... I we heard, had a giant onion back there. <laughs> you guys go... <laughs> answered phones. <laughs> you go... <laughs> Tommy will get along great with her. I can really think they'd play well off each other. After I what? met her, I was like, what are they talking about? I never said that. I don't remember that either. That's what I was... Hair like hay. <laughs> all right. Looks all right. like a, you could play basketball on her back. That's what you could play off her. <laughs> Actually, if you take her shirt off, there's probably a follow-up. Stop! <laughs> 
Daniel Tombo Duncan. Daniel Skeen. Okay. Y'all can't be nice. Stop. 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 Kravitz jumping. Leave the old. The front of her is the bunny house. Leave the old and turn alone. Christ almighty. Matt just so joyful. He's going to break that chair. He missed his laugh. That's the blast cackle I've ever heard. All right. Now, this is something we found earlier. We have a little radio war going. Let's please just move on. Okay. We have a little radio war going. I just had one joke. You remember those uh, those lights that you put your hand on and like all the like the the, uh, the uh, waves would go to your hand? Can you imagine the varicose veins in her stomach would look exactly <laughs> like that? It's wave lines of the stench that subtract. Come on, boys. So we have a radio war going with the pedophile radio mm-hmm. station that Chunks found. Online while doing a little show research, quote unquote. And you also found a podcast. Set all this up, chunks. Uh, the I found a site that was kind to pedophiles, where they could come in and talk about whatever it is. There's links, and there's a couple of various internet radio websites. The one I found, the, I found the other one which we played earlier, which played music and some weirdo giving a poem. And the second one I found was all podcasts, because I think his actual streaming was taken down. So this sicko has these podcasts saved. Of course, you can't pl- find them on iTunes or anything like that. You have to find them on, like, the underground podcasting places, because it's... I, what I'm guessing is multiple pedophiles coming together and trying to justify what it is they do, uh, explain why people hate them... They seem to kind of, in some of these clips, maybe play the victim of society. And it just gets very, very disturbing. I got angry early. I had to stop listening. I had ceiling put the rest of these in the computer because I realized that these are real people with their opinions. They just seem joking about it. Maybe they're just playing a character. I doubt it. It's, if you look at the website, I really doubt it. I'm not going to that website. I'm surprised you boys are. I wouldn't go out on my computer. <laughs> These are work computers, though. Oh, I went into Excel's uh, office. <laughs> there. All right. So, uh... <laughs> you just break... right in there, buddy. <laughs> Oops. Uh... <laughs> you moron. Friends with everyone in the building. I love mm. how he covers his face like, oh, God, I didn't mean that. Yeah, Oops. one of the things you yes, know you said that was wrong after you said it. <laughs> Daisy. So uh, let's get to the sickos. I think we should break. I think we need to break and regroup. No, I think uh, Chunks needs to explain himself about the joke he just made. Absolutely not. And anybody who uh, is recording the show, rewind it and listen back to it. By the way, Dion says, I was listening Monday. <laughs> Dion says, I was listening Monday and couldn't believe what vomit, tears, and diarrhea were getting away with as they were playing quote-unquote talk show on the radio. <laughs> Thank God you caught them. I thought they were going to get away with it. Punish. So that's for vomit, tears, and diarrhea. Matt Irvin, C. Lane, and Jack Napier. And it's odd because I packed each hour full of segment, and somehow they found time to talk. I will take a break and come back with this uh, pedo podcast in our hideout radio war. Hey, do you still have that stream up, Dubs? It is down right now. It's uh, not working at all. This says uh, this stream is unavailable right now. Hmm. It actually has audio saying the stream is unavailable. Technical difficulties? Yeah. I Corpse actually said earlier the technical difficulties was the kid was untying himself. That was the problem. <laughs> it's a hideout, Royal Radio 104.1. Wow, C-Lane. Yeah, 
By the way, you have to go. Nameless is here. He runs hideoutheretics.net. The top heretic of them all. There is a, under general show discussion on hideoutheretics.net, the most disturbing and funniest Photoshop ever. EJ from the U did it of C-Lane and Sing Bitch. That's real. I'm sorry, you're right. Uh, this is, I guess, from your gig last Thursday. <laughs> At the at uh, the Sodomy Pine- Thursdays are back on the hideout on the Pine Street Bar. <laughs> what was it? Sodomy Thursdays. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> wow, I completely forgot about Sodomy Thursday in the hideout. Ironic, I guess it is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, ped- pedophilia podcasting. Mm-hmm. So it, we we've said it up a million times, but essentially uh, there is a new party like. Well, like political party in the Netherlands that is for pedo- you know, pedophiles, and I had chunks look up some information on them, see if they could book somebody for the show. And instead, he came across a couple of one internet feed. It's a constant feed of pedophilia radio, where they play songs and I guess ramble and little stingers, yeah, transitions in radio, if you will. Um, the music we heard ranged from Michael Jackson to Earth, Wind, and Fire. So I don't really know. And then you also found a podcast. Yes. And this is for pedophiles. Yes, about, it's for pedophiles, I guess, by pedophiles, and they seem very comfortable. It, Have it's you noticed, disturbing. just real fast, I know we're all over it, but you, do you notice how, like, this is the rage right now, like this topic I don't know if it's because of the Dateline to Catch a Predator, and then it moved on to the Dr. Phil stuff that we played last night, mm-hmm. and now these internet shows and these podcasts, you know what I mean? It's just a, I don't know if it's just us fascinated with it, but I don't think so, because the Dateline thing was huge. And from what I understand, the Dr. Phil thing was highly rated. Yeah, all these things are bringing in big numbers. So I guess a good way to summarize these podcasts is with the Dateline, how they're all in denial, and you don't know the mentality where they're coming from. They kind of try and give you a little bit of that mentality in these podcasts. Okay, so what's this first one you found? The first one, just for the sheer technical quality to kind of lay down the track of the show, is uh, their old show open. They have a new show open, which we'll we'll play next, but here the first one is their, their original show open. We're listening to Pedologues. Episode 12, Pause December it. 3rd. Pause it. Pedologues. Is this a bit? No. You, uh, did I you swear like to God. go into a production room? It sounds like a bit. I mm-hmm. swear. You could go to this website that I have written down right here. I'm not going to the it. Are you kidding? It, I'll wait and go to it on Matt's computer. It <laughs> is not a Already bit. Already bookmarked. It's not nothing we did. We didn't screw with the audio. We didn't do anything to it. We might have bleeped out a couple words that need to be bleeped out. Uh, but that's it. It's it's all them. Alright. Yeah. Pedalogs. We're listening to Pedalogs. Episode twelve for December third, two thousand five. Some of the topics discussed on this show are of a mature nature. Those too immature to handle it. Uh shouldn't you be listening to Doctor Laura right now? Oh he's got Listen jokes. Discretion is advised. Listen I to the song. It. Pause it, pause it for a second. Can we use that for our new disclaimer? <laughs> I know we usually have the one that we run up front. <laughs> It'll say pedologues, though. <laughs> I think I should start the show. You know, we always start the show with some audio. That, and then go into our nice little audio that we have, and then the show open. 
All right, listen to the song. Let's just... Stop. Yes. Hold on. Stop. Dude, stop. sing, bitch. Uh, yeah. Sing. <laughs> exactly. I'm sing, bitch. This is C Lane in there doing some sort of a bit. This no. is tears. This is tears oh, from vomit, tears, and diarrhea. No, I, I, I kid you not. The, the next open is, I don't understand it at all. It's wacko and doesn't even really make sense at all, but it's very just douche chill. Uh, I guess they fixed it. Here's the new open. All you perverts, this is Wachito. I'm here to give you another update on the war on Nambwa. Okay? This one is about the operation Show Me the Money. Remember we the Warren with... Hold on one second. What the hell? Hello? On the update because my mom. I mean, <laughs> God, I pause it. Uh, this is creepy. I, 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 do you think it's possible? This, this isn't real. I don't know, man. The interview, like the way they do the show later I on. I didn't hear the regular show. Yeah, there was a lot of pauses that I had to take out, obviously, for us to make it flow better. But there was long pauses between the words where it sounded like they were just thinking on air. They weren't broadcasters. Improv, something that Napier's good at. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. So sweet. But this is real. This is absolutely real. If you go to the website, I'm not going yeah, to that website. Throw the website out there. Yeah. No, no, I'm, not, no I'm not gonna. Why not? If it's very disturbing and it just it's legit, and if it's a joke, it's in so much detail that it's kind of disturbing. So I mean, I don't know. How, I mean, can we air it? Sure. Yeah, we can air it. Um, it's just the topic is—it's gonna piss everyone off. It's nothing bad. They don't. There's nothing descriptive, but it's the general air of attitude that these asses have. Now I know this has actually pissed you off, right? I—I I got angry. Just it, I listened to them and the way they were talking, and it all seeped in about what they were talking about and the way they played it off. And I—I I got angry. I mean, I want to find. Well, I don't want to threaten them on air, but. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, it'd be great if they got hurt, bled to death. All right, what's the next clip then? Uh, th I guess this is a guest, and he's kind of getting into uh, ped pedophiles and w I think what people have against them. Okay, this, this is, is of a. I think it's mostly the kid touching. I yeah. think that's what people have against them. This is of a pedophilia podcast here in the Hideout on World Radio 104.1. Is this track three that Tommy has? Yeah, track three. All right. A lot of people, the first objection. That they have to pedophiles, ephibophiles, teleophiles, all these different philias, all these different, you know, age gap attractions, is that obviously in their mind, the adult, the older person, is pushing their will on the younger person to get what they desire. Because that what? does happen. If that happens, then it is not. Is this Grandpa? Who is this? Father Time. Uh, I think his name is David Regal. Dave Regal. And he actually wrote a book. Uh, there's a couple tracks later on about him talking about his boy love book. Uh, book him? 
<laughs> if he wants to sell any books, I mean, are you, why aren't you getting this guy for the show for an interview? It's messed up. They should be shot. Well, well I don't know about tr- that. Trust me, we won't let him off the hook. Yeah, it's not like it's going to be an easy interview, like we're interviewing Eddie Money or something. I mean, we're going <laughs> to, you know, we're going to question this guy. Well, similarly, tomorrow we're going to have Julian Gluck from the World Finger Jousting Championships <laughs> on. I hope that's not related. And I hope that's not real. <laughs> it is real. And who and else do we, we have? Who else do we have coming in tomorrow too? Art Hammer, the uh, from the Florida Mandingo Club. Oh, this is nice. Is he bringing in the chick? He said he's going to bring in two or three white women who like to get gang banged by brothers. Yeah, big hands. You came in on the wrong night. Should have come, come in tomorrow. You should have come in tomorrow. Yeah, Matt. We can combine those two guests if you think about it. <laughs> You're right. We could get the ins and outs of the finger jousting and then uh, reenact it with the. Uh, White mm-hmm. women in the Mandingo later on tomorrow night. That's going to be a good show tomorrow. All right, let's finish up this track, and we'll take a break, and we'll come back with more. True child love. Because in loving a child, you must take yourself and consider that child first in all cases. Who are these I guys? always come short in that respect. I will give a child my heart. But due to the fears that I have within me to take me away from that child forever, I will hold back my life. Uh, is this G. Gordon Liddy? <laughs> what is this? Well, that doesn't sound like the Washington Post, so I doubt it. <laughs> just reading, mm-hmm. flumbling with his papers, going to C3. <laughs> it's just, was that the last, was that the end of that one? Yeah. Oh. It's just the way the guy defends himself. And like, well, if I do it this way, then there's nothing wrong with me. So, yeah, he's trying to he's rationalize of, uh, of how to do it properly, Yeah, essentially. Just like last night, the guy giving pointers. Man. Where does this happen? Where does this come from? Do you think you're born with this? You can't be. Here's, here's, I mean, I've always thought, though, that, and it seems like it's, it would be awful, but sometimes you are born with an attraction. Not saying what's right or wrong. Although I'd say this is probably wrong. But, you know, like sometimes people prefer, I don't know, redheads. You know, there's just something within you, you don't know what it is. No, I, I, I'm really into redheads, and uh, I, can point the reason, I can point the reason why I'm into redheads. My grandma always said she wanted me to marry a redhead girl, you know, and I always put that in my, in my mind. Right. And that kind of, you know... Made me think of redhead girls all the way growing up and kind of looking at them different, and now that's what I like. Oh, maybe for you, but so, I mean, there are other times too where you're attracted to a certain type. I think it, it goes back to something uh, that you has been instilled in you in a, for a while. Well, then, all right. So let's all right, let's take that for example. Then, like okay, maybe it's something that from your childhood. Then that for some reason, like the old the old thing with Jacko is they think that part of it is he lost his innocence. He because he was a childhood star and he like lost his innocence so early, mm-hmm, never got to uh, live the child life. And that's part of the whole Neverland thing. And he's trying to hold on to it all. Mm-hmm. And so trying to relive that innocence, unfortunately, through children. But at that point, is it fair? I, saying that it's completely wrong, being a pedophile. But is it fair to really? blame them that much if something like that happened you understand what i'm saying i mean it almost seems like these they need help in such the worst way if it really does go back to that Mm -hmm. but we're not giving it to them 
we'd rather just castrate them and throw them away. You understand? I'm, well, I've heard there is no cure for it. I mean, no matter, there's no, you know, getting them back uh, to a regular life. Once they're into that, they don't get out. And see, that part of the league goes back to there's no cure for you liking a redhead. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're really attracted to a redhead... Yeah, you aren't going to get out of that. Why would you? Even if you encounter, and I've heard, by the way, redheads uh, stinky down there. <laughs> no. That's what I've heard. No. That redhead stink the worst. Been there. But... Candy cane. <laughs> Candy cane. Strawberry shortcake. <laughs> but along those same lines... If you couldn't cure somebody from being attracted to blondes, then how could you possibly cure them from kids? And then, mm-hmm. well, like, where do you do that? Does that essentially mean your life's over? Basically, I mean, if it's if it's illegal to love blondes, yeah. You aren't going Don't to... you think that's almost kind of unfair? <laughs> it, well, hold on. No, 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 no. No, I don't. No, 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 no. But if it's something that you genuinely can't help... You know, for whatever, maybe if you were raped as a kid, I don't know. It's a terrible thing, and you've gone through a lot of pain, but why does that give you the ability to uh, make people, other people, go through that same pain throughout their whole life? No, I completely agree with that. So if it's uncurable, cut cut their boys off, or, uh, you you know, cut it off completely, or send them to prison. But again, wouldn't you at least kind of agree that it's unfair to that person that sure. they got raped or blessed or whatever as a child, and because of that, they're now a monster, and that's it? You could at least say, damn, dude, that sucks. Yeah. That seems really unfair to you, and you're just dealt. If it was someone who uh, was dealt that hand and just fought it off their whole life, you know, and never acted on it, you know, and was able to control themselves, but was tormented their whole life. I could feel for that guy. But once you cross that step and you know you did something wrong, I can't feel bad for you. And that's another part of it real real fast, too, is they know how tormented they are, mm-hmm. yet they go ahead and do it anyway. And that is part of the thing of, all right, well, now it's a double whammy on you. How dare you? You knew you have been struggling with this. Now you're going to do this to another kid who's going to have to suffer the way you did. Exactly. It's a hideout, Roll Radio 104.1. Yum, 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 yum. You'll only come out at night. Yum, 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 yum. The young and the hungry type. Yum, 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 yum. And nothing is new. They'll find you on the internet at a candy store. Yum, 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 yum. Watching and waiting. He's sitting with you, but his mind is on the age of four. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> so many would pay to see this man never again walk free. Is wild, a predator tamed by the purr of a miner. No, you're not too old. If you're in it for love, you ain't gonna get too far. No, you're not too old. Oh, here he comes. Watch out, boy, he'll feel you. I'm gonna touch a kid. Oh, here he comes. He's a kid toucher. I'm a sexy looking dude. Oh, here he comes. No, you're not too old. Feel you up. Oh, here he comes. He's a kid toucher. Let's wrap it up in the hideout on World Radio 104.1 on this. I don't like the remix. Remix. No, you're not too old. Stop it. Let's go to Jim in the 321. What's up, Jim? Uh, hey, bro, I didn't know it was getting so late. Hey, what if, say, like, if they can blame you for being yourself? Say, what if if you loved Ilmana, it was illegal? Could you stop loving it? Yeah, if you were attracted to women, you know what if I mean? You a regular man, hetero, and you loved Ilmana, but it was illegal. Could <laughs> you 
could you change your way of thinking? See, that's the thing, and that's the whole argument with all of this, or at least the debate, or you know. And that, to me, uh, thank you. I, I, I probably, of, of course not. I mean, if that's you know, I'm in the chicks. What? You know what I mean? So, and again, I'm not justifying or rationalizing anything, but I always like for people to have a little perspective and try to think of genuinely how awful your life would be. I'm going to touch a kid. All right, I know. <laughs> if you had that going on, you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, Dubs, we're not going to be able to get to the rest of this audio. What to save for tomorrow? Mm-hmm. We got that tomorrow. This... We have a packed show tomorrow already. Oh, yeah. I'm going to ask. I forgot the... Uh... <laughs> I am a gay American. <laughs> wow, Dubs. Insert this! Uh, we'll play that tomorrow, too. I enjoy the company of a black man. You're in luck. Tomorrow, Mandingo guys will be in with three other white ladies. So that'll be a lot of fun. Hey, thank you to Nameless from HideoutHeretics.net for coming in. Runs that website. Does a fantastic job with the board. He's down on a little work, and he came to uh, hang out with us on this uh, fine Wednesday evening. Uh, it's official. Hideout 666 party at Mako's next Tuesday. It is June 6th of the year 2006. 666, the omen opens that day. Mm-hmm. We will be celebrating the seven deadly sins uh, with games, stunts, and prizes. And that will all go down coming up this Tuesday. We need to finalize everything. We probably need to have a show meeting to decide what exactly we want to do, what prizes now uh, we can get, and uh, run from there. Just so what some of our ideas are. So let's see if we can get all that together. Dubs is a lot of stuff I didn't even get to tonight that I wanted to get to. Basically, mostly everything. We got to a lot of stuff we wanted to get to, but there's still 12 pages of stuff we didn't. Hey, let's we didn't do this because we haven't had local six on. Uh, here in a while, although that looks like that may be coming through again soon. Nice. I miss talking to our buddies over there. That's what some of the big news heard at first as we wrap it up here on this Wednesday. Uh, it's Wednesday, right? Wednesday. Yes. Let's see. Iran calls U.S. talks offer propaganda. Oh, that's good news. Let's see. What else is going on? Beyonce plans beat a solo album. That's huge. All right, not really much going on right now. And as you go down and look through everything. So we can get through a lot of the stuff that we want to get through. That's good. Nothing pressing. Oh, Taylor Hicks signs record deal. Iraq veteran sues Michael Moore over 9-11 film. Good luck. Jesus. And I hate that liar, Michael Moore. Fair and lies, 9-11. Son of a bitch. Uh, all right, that's it. Matt's fat face off. Oh, by the way, at the 666 party, C-Lane, also known as Tears from the radio trio Vomit, Tears, and Diarrhea, will be... Maybe we should change the name to Diarrhea because of what he's going to have to do. Or Tears for Queers. He's gonna, Come on. What? He's going to have to dress up in a diaper after eating X-Lax and get on the swing at Mako's until he goes on himself as a punishment. For what he, Matt Irvin, and Jack Napier did was they butchered the mixtapes on Monday. So that'll be part of Wrath coming up on uh, 666 and the live broadcast at Makos. Did you get the photos up of the new t-shirts we're giving out? Is that on realradio.fm? Let me go look at that real fast before we get out of here. Uh, in the what's new section. Uh, uh, Real Radio Rewind is up next. 
realradio.fm. How do you spell radio? Not sure. Just Google it, and if you misspell it, it'll say, did you mean? And that'll usually help you. Mm-hmm. Um, I never remember if it's E or an I. Coming up tomorrow, wake up with the Monsters in the Morning, Shannon Burke, Midday, spell fun in the afternoon. Hideout back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1 Dubs. Ooh, there's the shirts. Be somebody always stuck good. Oh, the fifth edition. Those are those are really, really cool. I like that big 5,000 on the back. Question everything and stay classy. Don't ashamed be entered. Damn it, Celine. Do you have that clip? <laughs> I get, don't worry about it. We'll, yeah. just have, we'll just have it ready from now on at the end of the show. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Shut up! Stop it, you weak, you baby! Shut up! Stop! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shock Jock. Insert this. Radio Roadblock. Insert this. <laughs> Insert this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested. I don't. I, 5,000.